Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a great new episode with guests Guy Montgomery and Ursula Carlson over Zoom. But in the real world, we have plenty of things coming up. Scant few tickets left to the big 500th episode in Melbourne, January the 15th. Before that, we've got the Heathcote Live show that's been sold out, but uh, don't forget to go to that on December the 11th. Then uh, let's skip over the 500th episode and get straight to Brisbane. New date for Brisbane, of course, the 29th of January. We are doing a live podcast at 2.30 at Lefties and then straight over the road to do a live, live talking dum-dum yep. at 5.30 the same day. And then we have a new date for Perth. We are going to be there in March the 5th. It's the rescheduled pod from... Uh, yeah, a couple of times now we've had to change that. So those original tickets are still valid. You should be being emailed at some point by the venue. But, yes, we have a uh, new date for that, March the 5th, Saturday, March the 5th, at the Rosemount, the Doris Rosemount Hotel. Oh, my goodness. LittleDumDumClub.com for all that information and any of those tickets that are left if you want to snap one up. We'll talk to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this new one with Guy Montgomery and Ursula Carlson. It's a ripper. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dassler, and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. And joining us today, two very special guests live on Zoom. We have Guy Montgomery and Ursula Carlson. Across the Tasman. Yes. Now, look, look, can we clear this up very start? At the very start, this is what we were just talking about before we hit go, but we're stressing that Ursula. Uh, doesn't have a proper mic. We think we're looking at her and she's talking to her fucking headphones and we're stressing. Yeah. And then Ursula said, um, put your hands up. Who's just won two podcast awards <laughs> because <Yep. laughs> this 1999 headphones that I'm using right oh. now, um, oh is solid as anything, mate. I've recorded every podcast that I've ever done off these yeah. babies. And, and what, and tell us what you won for your podcasting awards. Uh, I want two roadcaster mics. Two actual mics that you <laughs> yeah. could be using right now. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I already have two roadcaster mics. Fuck, so. right. So you've got four <laughs> mics and you're not using any of them. So we could all have one of your roadcaster <laughs> you know mics what, to do this pod yeah. on. That yeah. speaks to the quality of the pod. You know, like if you win a podcasting award with your fucking low resolution, grainy ass yeah. sounding yeah. audio, yeah. that's that's you quality. Know, you know what? You know what, guy? Like right now, I mean, you sound a little tinny to me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's because with the, your with your microphone, you've got a microphone, and it sounds a little tinny to me. No, no, no. I think it voice, sounds tinny because you're using your tinny ass fucking headphones yeah. that you're now recording on <laughs> from to. 1999. I hope they've got anti shock. Don't move too much, or they might cut my, out. My my my. Um, approach, people hear me in their headphones right now going, oh, my God, she sounds like she's next to me on the train. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of conversational <laughs> approach that I'm bringing to the table. Right. Not this, right. oh, I'm a fucking – I've got a microphone. I'm better than yeah. you. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just using right. this. I'm, I'm the same. It's the same as those people who hold up those tiny mics on TikTok and you're like, you know your iPhone mic is incredibly sensitive – you're yeah, basically yeah. reducing the sensitivity and the sound quality by using that mini microphone. <laughs> like so having- you're, you're, you're saying you're, you've got the professional advice, which is to use the microphones. That's the professional mm-hmm. advice. You've got four of them. You're saying, no, I've done my yeah. own research. 
I'm yes. going to use my own natural uh, a mic yep. off my own headphones. Are you, have have right. I seen you on the protest up at Parliament yeah. House lately? Are you? <laughs> are you well, I, do have, sort of stuff? I do have a reflective vest and I did piss on something <laughs> recently. <laughs> you are the, the Joe Rogan of podcasting and that you are the exception. <laughs> <laughs> that makes yeah, we thought believe. you guys are in lockdown in New Zealand. We thought we were doing you guys a favour like, oh, they'll be wrapped do a pod, eat up some time out of the day, and then you can't even be fucked bringing out the proper mic for it. Like, <laughs> Urs, way, to, way to absolutely own yeah, us. Urs was running late because she had to get her tractor back from the, the traffic jam she was causing in the middle of the town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Farmers' lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we have been here. Uh, we have been here catching up with Guy for an hour um, because uh, yeah, we had some. We got we got caught out by the not not look, very significant New Zealand time difference, but just yeah. enough to really look, fuck your whole. It was someone's manager's fault. We won't say whose yeah. it was. It could be any of ours. I mean, yeah. look, let's be let's be here clear. We don't have a manager, so no. that narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, it was someone's <laughs> manager's fault. Two people ruled out, so yeah. now we've got a fifty percent chance of. Working Working out who it well, was. Look, let's just say it's someone's manager and someone else's promoter. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, right, yeah, we, right, we, right, okay. we share the manager, we share the promoter, except somehow here I was because yeah. I'm not big time look, enough to book podcasts okay, through. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come it was my fault. I was on another podcast with a lady and um, I, you know, it took me a while. The podcast was 45 minutes. I was an hour late, but it took me 15 minutes to pack up my mics and pack them away. <laughs> <before I got. laughs> oh, so that's how it is. This is, it's quality reliant. If it's a good podcast, you'll bring them out. If it's a bad one, yeah. you just talk into your shoe and hope it records. Okay, well, I get it. Mate, yeah. I mean, you don't wear your evening gown to go down to the BP to put petrol in your car. Am I right? True. Yeah, yeah, true. This is how house must look like one of those like broadcasting museums just microphones everywhere yeah, yeah. from across the decades yeah. like yeah here's what they were using in 2019 mm. and then here's the 2020 model yeah must look yeah. like a roadcaster showroom mm. in there it is yeah. it is a little bit like that i'm actually packing up the house at the minute and i've got about seven microphones um <laughs> all from varying degrees of you know quality but uh, yep. there's a lot of boxes, microphone boxes. I look like so. I'm what? What's this show. plan here? You're moving house. You're going to take the seven unused, unopened microphones with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, For yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it gives me a massive wide on <laughs> to um, <laughs> have a look at a microphone in a packaging. It just. Well, I love. Just yeah, I love this. In, in case you ever get invited on a good podcast, it'd yeah. be nice to have yeah. that as a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. One day. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying the experience of moving um, house, Ursula? That's p- famously quite a, f- a fun activity to do. No, I'm not enjoying it whatsoever. Although I, I'm amazed at the amount of shit that I've accumulated over a very short period of time. Like I'm a- not, since you've got like- seven microphones you've never used. <laughs> I'm sure there's heaps of fucking <laughs> shit you have no, 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 2001 unopened. Yeah. You've got I, eight cars I, you've I never driven. I, I work with a plan. Like, I don't use the microphone. Then people do a podcast with me, and then they send me a GIF, which is a, a microphone, and they're like, for next time. And then I'm like, yeah. get fucked, mate. And <laughs> so well, we, eventually these, people will just send me. These ones are showing like, their age a little bit. So uh, if you could bring some of those unopened ones to Melbourne with you next time, we, we'll have them. Like, yeah. these, are, those, these are due an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. no, those two look like they're from, like, your Wii Fit or something. <laughs> <laughs> If it comes out and you've got a better audio than us, this yeah, is fucked. Yeah. 
as well. Highly likely. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, hey, this is something I just learned about you, Urs, is that I didn't realize we had so much in common. I didn't realize you, your first job maybe, or you used to work as a graphic designer at a newspaper, just like I did. Then you got another job as a graphic designer somewhere else, just like I did. And then you started comedy, and then you became the biggest selling act at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, just like I did. I didn't know we had so much in common. Yeah, as you might not know, yeah. but you displaced Carl. He used to sell out the town hall for a month as well. There's a list of 100 maybe jokes. So, different room, different room, but um, oh, yes. I mean, it's still town hall. That's yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Well, well mine wasn't really actually. It's town hall adjacent. It was down the road a little bit. Whatever. It was in a town. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I actually, because I'm so old, I did a typesetting apprenticeship in the early 90s. I'm a qualified typesetter. Yeah, great. Um, and then from typesetting, where we still had to strip in the newspaper where you had to cut it and then um, you would wax it onto a plate and then go shoot an egg and then make four plates process colors off the neck, you know, the necks, and then this is how you would do one page. So, and then from there we went on to proper computers and then. Yeah. But so yeah, in the old days we had the haystack system, which is like you would just type lines of, of print and then cut it up to make the newspaper. I yeah. thought you said shoot an egg. I was like, wow, this was a long time ago. <laughs> Front page of the newspaper. We got a new oh. egg. So Mate, you I were shot a, a lot of eggs in those times too. <laughs> you, you were at a newspaper. You worked as a typesetter and a, a designer at a newspaper in South Africa, like a yeah. big one or a little a little newspaper. Or no, it was the well, it was the biggest newspaper group in Africa. So Caxton yeah, newspapers right. do all the community newspapers, but we also do all the big nationals, like the Citizen, and so there's there's quite a few. Oh, I love big nationals. Did you did you ever yeah. did you ever sneak anything in? Because that was I've talked about it on the podcast before. I used to change stuff in the newspaper. I used to. I have used like to fire job. people for doing that. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because when I left, when I left, like so, when someone um gets, you know, fired at the newspaper, they can't work their notice because of that because people would sneak stuff into the paper. So there was this one guy, he was the scanner. So there was just three dedicated guys that would just scan stuff all day, scan logos, scan photos, scan everything before we had digital cameras. So uh, he his name was Greg and he went a bit rogue and he would add swear words in. So, oh, uh, right. we, yeah, so we couldn't figure out. So, hang I on, hang on. A... Put swear words into the photos? How do you do no, that? No. You just add, no, just write because fuck they over the top access... of a golfer or something. <laughs> no, they had access to the, to the layout program. So wow. he would go in there and just after, so we had the stone. It's just this wooden, um, table sort of with glass that you would pack the pages on and then you would go through and go check the pages and you know sort of cut out what needs to be cut out or whatever but then he would have a look and then go back and go type in swear words on the loud program after we've signed off the page that's that's cheeky that's why the old newspapers were so heavily compromised and it's such a relief to receive accurate unfiltered information from facebook (laughs) twitter (laughs) we're just a much better informed people now (laughs) <laughs> I do love that. Though. Like tomorrow, fine and sunny, twenty four degrees. Cunt. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. where'd that come from? Yeah. I thought we saw yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On would go. You know, it's obituary, and it'll go. He was a genuine, um, <laughs> hardworking fuck up. And you're like, 
Leaping through the pages. Boy, Garfield's a little bawdy today. Yeah. What's gotten into him? How did your uh, dismissal of Greg go? Did it sit well with Greg? No, well, what happened was I knew it was Greg because he was crazy. Um, and because you already had a bit of an issue and the police have had to be called a few times for Greg already in the Oh, past. what? Oh, because he, would, he would like, like, you know, make death threats and stuff. He was, he was a loose unit. Hang but on. It's... In the newspaper, would he sneak death threats into, no, the, no. into the obituary? Because so, uh, it's a bit late for Greg, that, I would have thought. Greg, <laughs> HR's got no issue with Greg issuing in-house death threats. But if he slips a <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. into the weather report, he's out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're familiar with how South Africa works? <laughs> yeah. You can go to work and shoot a cut, but don't say shit in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carl, I disagree. The obits is the best place for a death threat. It's like he passed away and yeah. the same fucking thing's going to happen yeah, to you, yeah, you yeah, dog yeah. cunt. Yeah, take a hint. <laughs> this was me. <laughs> wow. So, um, he, so, yeah, he, there'd been death threats, what, against other people in the business and then... Yeah, yeah. He, that and was he first also, warning. He said he was going to come burn my house down. So oh, I, man. but then I saw this, this shit start happening in the paper. And um, then I, I said, I, like I knew it was him. So then I go, I'll give you guys till this afternoon. There was like 25 designers on the production floor. I go, I'll give you guys till this afternoon to figure out who did it. And then just come clean and we'll have a disciplinary. But, uh, you know, real, realistically, Great I was tactic. lying. I was lying. I was going to fire whoever came out. And then yeah. um, he said, uh, then I, he, they wouldn't come clean. So I got a, a guy hey, in to come with, all, a lot, with a lie to them. detector. Respect to them for seeing through your <laughs> fucking ruse, you snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, they would have been out on their own. Yeah. Res- respect to the other 24 people for not going, it was the cunt who threatened to burn your house down. <laughs> why have we, why we no, been no. kept in at lunchtime for this? No, but you know, it's like when there's a whole bunch of kids, right? And there's, they're all standing there and you go, who ate the cake? And the fat kid's standing there with cream all over their face. Yeah, yeah. And, and all the other kids are like, it's that cunt. And you're like, <laughs> but you can't, you need that kid to go, okay, I did it. You need it. You need the fat kid to own up. So I needed Greg right. to own up. But he wouldn't. So I got this guy in with a lie detector and he was oh, going to. Wow. By the second person he interviewed, this guy was scary as shit. Like, I was admitting to stuff that I stole from from the company. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, Greg got in his car and he left and no one saw him again. Oh, wow. oh really? He, and, you can't fire no me, one, I quit. No one and he, he went on to be Matt Damon's <laughs> yeah. accent coach for that uh, Invictus movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the people at this newspaper treat the job like they're in the mafia. It's like you're trying to you're trying to sniff out who did it and they're like, We ain't no rats. We ain't fucking we ain't <laughs> yeah. talking to the top brass. We aren't yeah. ratting out, Greg. No way. I like that. Like I, kill yeah. us first. I also like that even in your like, you know, cars drawing comparisons and even in your, the similarity in the job in which you came up, Carl's like, Yeah, and we used to do this right and this was like, No, no, I was more senior than you even then. I would fire yes. I would fire <laughs> dirt like you. I was in the I was in the sold out town hall of my job even <laughs> yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You could probably Look. fire Carl from comedy if you wanted Ursula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could I get mean, those cogs turning. 
I wish I wish I could say I was just one of the people, but I just won too many awards. <laughs> like, <laughs> too many, more, too many microphones even back then. Yeah. <laughs> I have more design awards than I have comedy awards. I remember <laughs> when I used to read those oh. old community <laughs> South African newspapers and I think, God damn, the typers sit well on these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Not is hardly, solid font? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardly any any um uh, words like cunt in the crossword this week. This is a fucking great newspaper. Well done, Urs. I remember my uh, I remember my parents seeing the uh, South African uh, typesetting gala and yeah. being like, Do you know that do you know that woman who came on who had just like the excellent kerning? That yeah. was incredible. Yeah. We wanna go yeah. see her. We wanna go see her newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way better than that, that. Way better than that scanner, Trevor Noah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, well, I, you know what? When I quit my job, I did. I, I didn't get. I didn't get fired. Uh, when I quit my job at the, when you uh, mutually agreed to part ways. No, yeah, Greg didn't no. quit either. Let's remember, Greg didn't get fired either. Let's remember yeah, that. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah, when you got in your car and just <laughs> fucked yeah. off into the night. Yeah, that's it. Don't, no, they only found out about all the stuff I was sneaking to the newspaper afterwards. To be fair, yeah, uh, because I because I told them. But um, uh, when I left, I I had like an enemy at my newspaper who hated me, and I hated him, and uh, he was like. He would tell me off because, look, to be fair, I was doing the wrong thing. I didn't know any better, but he, I was typesetting. And, the, like, when there wasn't enough room for everything in, a, in, like, an article, in a column, I would just edit it myself. I would just take words out of, like, about, out of articles and stuff. And I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that doesn't fit. I'll just take some nouns out of that one. And, like, the guy would go fucking – the sports editor would well, go ballistic To be fair, to, and go, to take nouns out, like – Nouns are doing a pretty important job. <laughs> Remove an adjective, an adverb, the, maybe. The heavy lifters. Yeah. 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 Look, now, big, nouns was, are the heavy lifters yeah. in yeah. there. Look, in hindsight, there was a lot of sentences that went, and if the, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get more points, but you don't create more space by taking out specifically a noun. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was, I was doing a bit of housekeeping in there, and he would like go ballistic at me and go, have you got a fucking journalism degree? What do you got the right to fucking do this? And I'm like, to be fair, neither do you. You were like a fitter and turner mm-hmm. in a factory. And someone looked around and went, who knows anything about sports? And I and you said me. And then now you're the sports editor in a small country newspaper. So so he fucking hated me. And then uh, when it got to the end of my job, I got a job somewhere else. Uh, you know, no big deal. Got a job in a uh, photocopy place in Ballarat. Stop uh, it. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Um, a chain, quick copy. Uh, that's it. That's really? it, buddy. Actually, I don't mean to drop names. Oh. Um. So then I quit, but because I had my little enemy there, who I hated so much, when I resigned, I pretended I didn't have another job, and I just walked into the editor's office, and I was like, "I'm leaving because of him. He harassed me, and he bullied me, and oh my god, he he made me quit. I'm out of here. I can't work with this man a second longer." And, like, I was trying to get him fired on my way out. And then the editor was like, oh, did he do all that stuff? Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right. So so when you say you quit, let's just call it you left because it was a matter of time. They would have gotten rid of you. It sounds that way. Sounds like there's a lot of chat about Chandler around the water cooler. There was a uh, file. There was a file behind that (laughs) editor goes, sure, we can close this book now. He left by himself. And the the most incredible thing is that editor went on to be Morgan Freeman's accent coach in the 2009 (laughs) film Invictus. (laughs) 
That's a callback to the first <laughs> reference, which I didn't understand oh, yeah. either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ballarat accent that he famously does in that yeah. film. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it was closer than what he did. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, South, South African accents on film, like, I know this isn't what you guys want to talk about, and I know it's your podcast, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on Blood Dime was all over the map as well. Like, has anyone, that was the yeah. worst Has thing. anyone done a good one? Um, no. They usually, when, when Americans try to go South African, it weirdly sounds like um, you're watching a film about Nazi Germany. <laughs> mm, yep. It sounds way too German. It's like, look, it's an angry accent, but it's not that angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd have to say I've never heard a good South African accent. From, even from South Africa. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah Urs, who was your accent coach? Because this is all over the shop. <laughs> you should hear my mum. She nails it. She's got the really flat, your yeah. very, very Afrikaans one. Oh, She's that's your classic. I love that that's one. That's the yeah. best one. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of jobs, uh, I've I've. Uh, I haven't, you haven't got my full focus today because this is Tuesday. This is podcast day around at Tommy's house. And uh, Tuesday, there's a Thai restaurant near Tommy's house that has a deal on. They have a like 30% off or something. And then another 30% off if you bring cash. And I love cash. I'm a big handler of cash. So I'm just thinking about what I'm going to go and have for lunch after what, this. And it's What it's, notes are you going to use to pay for it? Yeah, can you walk me through the deal? So it's 30% off and another 30% off if you pay cash. Yeah. And they give you so bags of drugs Tuesdays or is it only? food? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a reputable Thai restaurant, mate. There's nothing dodgy about Thailand, okay? No, no, but I, I, to, I don't understand. I understand 30% off on Tuesdays. Whatever, that's a great deal. But then I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it feels incredibly under... I don't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. That's is I agree. the cash only deal, is that is that 30% off only on Tuesdays or is that... Through Tuesdays. the week. No, no, Tuesdays. Tuesdays only. Yes. No, okay. Tuesdays to Wednesdays, sorry. Okay, Tuesdays right. and Wednesdays. But it is funny. Whenever so, like a business advertises cash only, it's like, is this, did the ATO just scan around town for those signs? Or <laughs> right. Because like, yeah. that's so super crazy obvious, isn't it? What's going on? Yeah. There? I mean, my wherever I go, there's a place in the mall where I get my pedicures done because I find more pedicures are the best pedicures. And mm-hmm. their, their FPOS machine has never worked. So I moved to New Zealand in 2006. They have not managed to get a technician out to this shop in the mall that does pedicures since 2006. Every time you go in, they go cash only. You're like, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. just just say, look, we're here to fuck over the tax department. Right. Yeah. yeah cash yeah. only. But they always yeah. have this this FPOS machine that's not even plugged in. They go, it's broken. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've lived here <laughs> yeah. for many, many years. I can probably yeah. go to university or wherever you go to learn about FPOS machines yeah. and fix it for you by next yeah. week. I, lo- I like. You know what kills me? The place that's cash only, you go to pay on card and they're like, we only take cash. And you go, oh, okay, where's the nearest ATM? And they're like, we don't know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. at the very least, you've got to have memorized where the closest ATM is. <laughs> you've got to give me... You got to give me somewhere I can go to help you out. If I'm yeah. doing this to help you get out of like yeah. paying extra tax or whatever it is, you've got to exactly. do some of the work don't, here don't, for me. Yeah. Come on, don't start up an Indian restaurant and don't include a toilet. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking about a sitcom called FPOS University, where Ursula Carlson goes back to school. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. For a week. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just to learn how to fix the FPOS machine. I'm getting the a university. PhD. 
The university only takes cash as well for their, <laughs> for their course. Yeah. So what, you're thinking you're going to hit it up after this, get a beautiful 60% off on a Tuesday with cash. Absolutely. And it, I, th- I feel like it's the dream combination of, of uh, because it's cash, it's tie, it's my two loves. And then I go in there and I always think of you. It's a perfect combination of me and you because I go in there for the sweet deal and uh, the guy behind the counter, he's got this weird hologram deck thing where his desk is like completely round and then he sits in the middle of it. What? And then he sits in a gaming chair, which is right. why I think of you. He As sits he's... in a gaming chair to serve you the food. Yes. Is this the guy at the counter? Not the chef. The no, chef's no, no, not the in the gaming counter, chair. But he's okay. also, the, I think he's also the chef. To okay, be right, right, right. no one goes in there. Yep. So he's sitting in the gaming chair. And whenever I'm coming in there to order a Penang... He's like, I'm interrupting a game of fucking Duke Nukem every week. So he is on the PC when you go in. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's got the. He's got your deal. He's got the fucking headset on. He's, yep. he's in the gaming chair, and I'm yep. like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to fucking wreck your high score, but I actually wouldn't mind a curry puff. And yeah. It, yeah. It, no, I'm into this. It sounds to me like the food here is either like sin, you know, to justify this sort of behaviour, is either sensational or just absolute dog shit. Like you, you know, it is. Yeah. you know a restaurant's class when you go in and the staff are just fucking pig rude to you. They're like, "Yeah, what are you fucking doing?" Yeah. Everything yeah. else, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a yeah. third option. It's cheap, which is <laughs> maybe better, maybe even better. But it doesn't I, sound I, like a place I would eat. It sounds like a place that's going to clear out your colon. Right. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I don't mind it. I just think like it could be a chance of you know if you're looking for any part time work, Tommy. I mm-hmm. th- it feels like you're half qualified already. You might not know. You know any of the, the culinary tips? Don't or anything. know. Yeah, I don't know how to cook Thai. Yeah, but you but can sit in the seat. You can yeah, play the games. I've got my own chair. I can bring that yeah. in. I'm happy to ignore customers. Yeah. This guy's probably huge on Twitch or something. Yeah. The gaming chef. You probably play yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably versed him. Yeah. I've probably called been called the N word by him on Fortnite a few times. <laughs> it's a, it's actually a great Nerd. angle for it. Yeah, <laughs> the nastiest word. <laughs> uh, it's a great angle for a Twitch stream. <laughs> Like, wouldn't you love to watch someone who's at another jo- gaming at another job and then watch them deal with? It's a great uh, point of difference, isn't it? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So he's swiveling the laptop around and then just like he's got the green. So you can see him in the corner of the game. He's got the green screen behind him, and then suddenly you're just looking. He's like playing one handed because he's got like a spatula in yeah. the other hand, and <laughs> That's like, it. like hear feedback from like the hear the sizzling from the pan coming yeah. through yeah. the mic that he's using. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're playing him in the final of Wolfenstein 4D or whatever the fuck yep. you play, and then you just ring him <laughs> up and like just order 17 green curries. Just to fuck oh, him that's up. good. You yeah. and me, you and me versing him, and yeah. it's like you're going in as my like <laughs> distraction. You're going in as the smoke screen. Yeah, I need yeah. you to go in at about midday and order a green curry just yeah. to throw him off the game. Tommy, yeah. what were you doing while while um, Carl and Urs were typesetting in their in their fledgling careers? What were you doing? How did you get your start? At at that year or when just I was that age? That age, I guess. Probably a different year. I worked at uh, I worked at a bottle shop at the end of my street, and then I worked at Baker's Delight for a couple of years. Early mornings at the Baker's. Early mornings, oh. yeah, not 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 like baking, but oh, like, damn. yeah, just there in time for when they open to serve. Oh, no, nah, not doing the normal hours, not doing oh. the four a.m. putting it. Normal yeah. hours, yeah, yeah, early for me at that age, Mid-day. and also at this age. Yeah. Fuck being up before <laughs> nine a.m. Yeah. Sorry, everyone with kids, but I'm not doing were it. You, you were front, of, you were front of house at the bakers. Did you have shtick? Front of house, uh, no shtick really. My best mate got a job there with me, and then we used to fuck around all the time out the back. 
and that like it was great. Like the the couple of months that he was working there after he got hired was like so much fun because it was like such a boring job. It was like in a shopping center. It's like great, my best mates here, and then was having a bit too much fun because then I got the sack and he <laughs> he was- kept his job, and I was like. I thought that he should have, like, left in protest. It's like, your boy got done dirty by the managers. He's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm 19. I need the fucking money. Like, so you're, you're, so, the, so Urza's mate gets, puts a few cunts in the obituary. Yep. I'm, cha- I'm putting my name in every episode of Full House or whatever I'm doing in the TV guide at my newspaper. Yep. How are you getting the sack? I was, writing, I was writing cunt in the icing on the custard scrolls. <laughs> um, so I was, I was kind of bringing a bit of that flavour. Bringing a bit of that flavour into that. I would, I thought maybe you'd be fat shaming people if they go, I'll have uh, two donuts and a loaf of, you know, tiger bread. And you're like, do you? Yeah. Do you no, it was, that? it was the opposite. I got really fat working there because, like, there's so much waste at the end of the day and you can just take home whatever you want. So it's like oh. I'm going home every night with, like, cheesy mite scrolls and, like, the rank little hot dog things that they have. Um, Is that, like, whatever's there you're allowed to take home? Or whatever's there at the end of the day. Do you, you think that have. still applies today? Because I might need to apply for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> and then just close the doors at lunchtime and go, oh, well, yeah. a lot yeah. of stuff left over. What do you What do you have in the way of experience? Seven unopened microphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Like, I would, this is, I was like, I'd started comedy around this time, so I would, like, leave Baker's Delight. There just would be so much stuff that would just go in the bin otherwise. And, like, I would turn up to gigs with just, like, loaves of bread yeah, that I had wow. just, like... Oh, great! I'd be, like, this, like, nerd, like, doing his, like, eighth gig and, like, going up to, like, the headliners being like, oh, hey, do you want a loaf of bread? I just came from work and, uh, yeah, they were just throwing all this stuff out. Got Listen some sourdough Jesus. here if you want it. Jesus joke over there. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, as a headliner now is, would you accept a, a loaf of bread from an open mic you've never <laughs> met in your life before? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, honestly, even as an open micer, if I just met Tommy for the first time and he'd go, do you want a loaf of bread? No. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a no. I turn you just up. don't have the yeah. face for a guy that yeah. you giving out Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fat, awful <laughs> skin, got dandruff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I brought some bread yeah. from work. <laughs> if young Tommy Daslow came up to you and just said, finger bun? <laughs> no, no, mate. <laughs> Mini hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> do you want a custard tart that says count on it? Because I misspelled. <laughs> what about you guy what were you doing in that era i the first one like out of the one that i got consistently uh was i was doing a lot of promo supermarket promo you know when you go into supermarket and there's someone um handing out samples of Some cheese chick giving out red bull or yogurt or oh, whatever i did red bull you were too. a promo girl i was a promo girl yeah i had a fucking hot little ass and all the fellas used to yeah. go crazy for it um stilettos of fishnet like yeah that, tried yeah. <laughs> that was all right but then I, I broke through to the next tier which was like well, I say next year. Deli it's actually shit. No, I didn't, I didn't get in a deli. Because the, the, these ones, you don't work at the supermarket. You work for a company. So you show up with a stall. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, You yeah. set it up. Yeah. You hand it out. Um, You're a third party. And there was, I remember one summer I was doing Bundaberg Peachy, and it was just the middle of this great heat wave in Christchurch, and that shit was- What's that? It was What's like that? a very, very sweet, like peach nectar style drink by Bundaberg. Um, right. Oh, with yeah. rum in it? No, so no, no. No, rum. just soft drink. Just like a- and oh, right. alter okay. their ginger yeah. beer. But you could you could get rid of it. And if you sold out before the end of your shift, you got to leave and you got paid for the full shift. 
And that's uh, when I was like, start, I hadn't done comedy or anything, but that's when I started getting, sh- I started building up shtick where I'd be like, hey, how, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be like, hey, how are you going? And they'd say, I, oh, good, thanks. And I'd say, oh, that's a, a huge relief. You know, I've been worried about you all day or something like that. <laughs> and they get a laugh. You sell a soft drink, yeah. you know, you're a moment's closer to being out in the sun. But I eventually got up to like where. So we can think, we, we can thank Bundaberg for your career when. When well, I see uh, you, you can, killing you can, the gala, you can thank I'm my like, industrious young mind. I mean, none of this shit was no. on the back of the bottles, Look, you know. This, this no. is how, like, won't even give credit to where yeah. where you started. <laughs> like, where do you think you're yeah. going? If you can't, no, you can't yes. acknowledge where your help has come from. Well, yeah, okay. I, I, shout out. I saw a clip of the of the new special of, from Adele the other night, and they got up the teacher, like her teacher from like year seven or whatever, that inspired her to keep going with music. I yeah. want to see the Guy Montgomery special where you get the Bundaberg bear Absolutely. up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You're no, thanking no. the bear. That, that's Guy. Like they go, who gave you a start? And then here's the guy from the CEO from Bundaberg with a little cardboard counter and he's ready to come up. And Guy's like, sit the fuck down. I did this myself. I did this myself. No, I say, sit this the fuck down. mindset. Sit the fuck down and look two seats over. There is Nick, the most dispassionate boss you've had in your life, a washed up DJ who's coming down every other Tuesday while he gives you a cardboard fucking box full of Bundaberg to drive to New World Rolleston and hawk that. That's that's the hero who got me my start. But eventually I started putting on like there were some gigs where you put on full costume gigs. Like um mm-hmm. I was the anchor mega bull. There was a, 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 a milk company here had like a calcium rich milk and one summer I drove around in a van in the South Island and I'd put on, go to like agricultural shows and like run these athletics events with kids in this big foam orange bull costume, the Anchor Mega Bull. Um, mm-hmm. And that was like, we had one costume for two weeks and there was no way to dry clean it in these tiny towns. And that was like one of the most rancid jobs I've had. <laughs> and I remember like, you know, you do photos at the end of it and the kids would pull the mask down so they could look through the mouth, the paper, big paper mache head so they could see your face. And they'd always go, they would always say, there's a lady in there. And then, you're not allowed to say anything as the bull. That's the rule. Is they're like, you've got to keep your mouth shut. So yeah. you just fucking take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they grew the moustache. Yeah. I, 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 st- I still couldn't. I, it took me a long time to grow into yeah. the moustache. So that was that's why you got into comedy and that's why you got a moustache. Okay, so this is just a big Guy Montgomery origin story today. Yeah. No, well, not not precisely. I mean, yeah, this is the abridged version. Hmm. I've done a bit of costume work, a bit of like full body like animal costume work, and if the day ends with you not getting the shit kicked out of you by children, it's a it's a good day. It's a win. Like the bar the bar for a successful day is so low. Like didn't have my shins obliterated by eight year olds at the front of a football game. A fucking win. Yeah, you've been you've been you've been fired, guy. Mm, no, I haven't. I got told off once. No. I went to the cafe and I gave my friend a free coffee and a sandwich, and I got busted at cash up at the end of the day. And they're like, "Don't do that." And I thought, <laughs> "Fair enough." <laughs> <laughs> That's taking ownership, you're right. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that one on the chin. But no, I mean, there's probably, I don't know, there's probably some diehard former Montgomery boss listening to the Dum Dum Club being like, I fucking fired your ass, but I can't remember it. 
I just reframe and you it. Blocked it out. Yeah. Uh, well, Ozil, you like this. I've said this before years and years ago on the show, but I I ended up getting a job once at. Uh, uh, well, I'll say what the name of the company was. I don't think I t- said before, but Oxford. I worked for Oxford University Press, um, who you know well renowned for their reference sections and stuff like that. And um, it was this bizarre work environment where everyone was like crazy. Like it was because. Like, I know that a lot of the stuff goes to libraries, but the whole office was like a library as well. You weren't allowed to talk or do anything. It was it was fucking intense. But anyway, I ended up getting fired. I was like going through a breakup, which didn't help things. And then I was like, they didn't like me for whatever reason. And uh, I got fired or I got pressured to sort of quit. And uh, anyway, it, it went through a whole process and it was all weird and yucky and whatever. And they didn't Can't really... help but feel like we're skimming over all the best details of this story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we talked about it before. They didn't like me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We've, we've talked about it before, <laughs> Okay, right, right, oh, right. Look, look, no. Like, honestly, honestly, I could look back and go, I didn't do anything wrong. I, I'm not I'm not super so sure. it was just an energy like, thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they just... <laughs> <laughs> they decided yeah. to not... It, wouldn't it be better to yeah. be fired for a reason than the vibes are? Right. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, any story where you're like, yeah, I did nothing. It's like, yeah, well, okay, it was just you oh, as yeah. a person yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> you should start saying you stole shit. Yeah. I did, well, I did I did get told off. A, a big thing was I got told off of being in meetings that I was invited to meetings in which I had nothing to do with the meetings. And then that was one of their warnings that I wasn't talking enough in the meetings. And I'm like, just to be clear, I don't know what's happening in here. I don't know what these meetings are about. Okay. I've got nothing to do with them. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Yeah, so you just tell them that you're incompetent and you have no idea what's going on in there. And then next thing you know, you're out on your ass. What's well, going on? my department. I'm like, they're like, what should we do? What, what sort of book should we put out? I'm like, I'm the one who designs the covers. Should I be asked for this? I don't know. So, so anyway, they, they pushed me out. They were, they were trying to um, fire me, but I hadn't done anything wrong. So they were trying to pressure me to quit. And their, their offer was, and I've talked about this before, but their, their offer was, if you leave right now, you get, uh, uh, we'll give you four weeks pay. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, and I talked about it with a friend. And I was like, well, they've off, they've given me this offer, and the guy's like, if, just so you know, just in case you're not uh, like absolutely fucked in the head, um, that's not an offer. They're telling you to leave. <laughs> like, you're not going to come back in. You're not going to come back in, and, and you're and you're going to go. Actually, I'll, I'll, I won't take that offer. And then they go, cool. Well, there's your chair. Sit down, and on we go. Yeah, they were saying something yeah. about seven. No, that's severance. Yeah. That's a severance pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, no, but even worse than that. So that was their offer, and I come back in, and and then sort of just like something clicked, and I was like, hang on, is that my holiday pay that you're offering me? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, that's not an offer. That's owed to me. Like that's. That's Legal. mine whether I leave now yep. or not. Yeah. And they're like, so so just to be clear, is the offer, are you saying to me, you leave now and we will give you your holiday pay? So meaning we're offering you nothing to quit right now. And they're like, yes, that's what we're asking. Well, like, all of a sudden this guy was in meetings going, I have no idea what's going on at this company. What does anything mean? All of a sudden he's pretty yeah, clued up about right. what's well, going on. Late nights <laughs> in the books at the library, pushing the glasses up his nose. <laughs> Yeah, he's what? with me at university. I'm studying how to fix the F1 I, machine. I can literally... About holiday pay. I can see the montage where you're told that you're fired and you're like, let's see what this means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... I, you know, if I had had my friend in the meeting with me, I would have been more clued up. See, he told me what was going on later on. Um, so then I came back and then argued 
uh, so I said, man, you've got to give me more money then. And they're like, uh, we'll have a big meeting about it or whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so then eventually they offered me more money and so I quit. And then uh, I had to leave that same day and they like sort of nearly escorted me out of the building. And I was like, man, I like, and I'm sitting there going, man, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, this is crazy that I've been let, made escorted out. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's a fucking. Well, to be fair, they may have heard from the Maribor advertiser when I snuck all the stuff in the newspaper. Yeah. But so then I was like. Imagine me getting walked out of the Malvern Central uh, shopping center after I'd gotten the ass from Baker's Delight. Just a, just a cardboard box with all my belongings in it. My little hat. My little apron. A beginning. And, and the baguette the road. sticking out of either pocket. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take and a, a and thing. A copy, yeah. and, a, and a copy scroll with C U and then just the icing going out the door. <laughs> Don't I even get to say goodbye to Pete? Nah, yeah, hit yeah, the bricks. Yeah. So then I'm like really like, man, I didn't even do anything wrong. This is crazy. Like there wasn't like first warning, second warning, third warning. There was nothing. I did absolutely nothing wrong. And then like three weeks later, I find out from someone who still worked there and went, hey, they found out that you spelled a name wrong on the cover of the dictionary. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, oh, well, that's what would have done it then. Yeah. yeah. Well, lucky I did lose my job then because I would have been absolutely within their rights fired for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Spelt a word on the dictionary cover wrong. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So what, <laughs> the name of someone who'd worked on it on the cover? No, no, that, just a word. I spelled you spelled a, the word dictionary it, wrong? It, it changed, <laughs> no. The Collins Dictionary became the Chandler Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it was a C word dictionary. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Well, I've been thinking, um, this is what I wanted to talk about uh, today, and it kind of ties into this, like, firings and everything. This is kind of a... This is yeah. I want to get your guys' uh, take on what's happened here because I'm not quite sure what has happened in this uh, relationship with me recently. So I, uh, you guys both know this, uh, but uh, for anyone who's maybe listening for the first time, when I was a kid, I was in hospital for a couple of years. I had cancer. I survived. Uh, no big deal. Um, and we Spoilers. used to, me and my parents <laughs> used to go to this uh, restaurant on Ligon Street in Melbourne pretty regularly when we were like in and out of the hospital. And because we were there so often, we had the same uh, waitress a lot of the time. And we struck up a friendship with her. She kind of got really interested in like, why is this family kind of in here all the time? She would have been like 22 or so at the time, I guess. So we... Um, you know, she got really interested in, like, us and why we were in there all the time. And, and so, yeah, we kind of strike up this friendship with her where she would then come and visit me in hospital. Uh, we would, like, meet up in the park with her. And then, like, when I got better, we stayed friends. Like, she lived with her parents at the time. I would go and, like, hang out at her house and stuff. She then... <laughs> it's just got the most wicked down... glint in her eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a What's... grooming story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang on, was cancer an STD? Was that... <laughs> Sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> it's like, thank God it's a young lady I'm talking about in the story. Because, yeah, otherwise gone like, yeah, it's just this dude at the cafe. And he was yeah. like, come to my house. Like, he was visiting me when mum and dad weren't at the hospital with yeah. me. Like, I got this thermometer. Bed <laughs> Super friendly guy. Um, Sponge yeah. <laughs> I was living with him and he was telling me that the cancer kept coming back, but that I wasn't allowed to go see the doctor and the only way to get better was like to suck it out. Being underground, <laughs> like away from the sun and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, and, he, and he explained bone marrow is a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I knew it came out of a bone, but 
bone, but yeah. I didn't know it was a bone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and so I'm watching the transplant. bone marrow. I'm watching the news 20 years later, and it turns out he's some sort of sex criminal. Yeah. <laughs> and Bonker Boy wasn't just a fun name for me. That was what the newspapers were calling it. It was me. educational. I always thought yeah. transplants happen intravenously, yeah. but yeah, yeah. he, he kind of showed me that there was another way. Okay. You can't get skin cancer if you live in a basement. So that's for sure. Let, let's backtrack to the, um, the okay. alternative history. Sorry, Bunker Boy. Which is. Yes. No, I'm happy, to just, I'm happy to write out the clock on this episode of me getting raped as an 11 year old if, if you guys are feeling it. The actual story. The actual story is far less interesting than the riff. Like I'm happy to abandon it. <laughs> you made a you no. made a fucking bad wish. <laughs> I just want to go outside. You were like, well, sorry, yeah. but the foundation can't deliver on that you one. My make a wish was stop that. You're like Brendan Fraser. When I said I got a laptop, what I meant was him showing me yeah. videos on his laptop. Brendan Fraser's like, character. Use some fucking lube. Jesus Christ. You're like Brendan Fraser's character in Bedazzled. Your wish wasn't specific enough. You didn't say who you wanted the blowjob from. <laughs> and who was his accent coach in that film, guy? I believe it was Matt Damon after a year with Greg. Yeah. Anyway. Great. Okay, so yeah, we, we, we strike up this... Yeah, this friendship with this uh, with this lady, it kind of ends up being like, yeah, a bit of like an older sister kind of thing where, yeah, we, we like keep in touch. She kind of became really close with my parents as well. She went through a period where she was, um, she started seeing this guy and her parents really didn't get on with him and it was like, you know, very intense to begin with and she would like come to our house to kind of like vent and escape her family and all this stuff. Ends up... Um, Ends up all working out with this guy. Uh, parents, family comes around on it eventually. They get married. They have kids. And again, like, I stay in touch with her um, for, yeah, like, after finishing school and everything, would, like, go around there and have lunch with her. Like, really, really close with her, right? And then somewhere along the way, um, just kind of, like, drifted a bit and realized that, like, I haven't heard from her in ages. I think somewhere along the way I, um, I updated my phone and I lost a whole bunch of numbers. Like, I don't have her phone number anymore. I was thinking about her a little while ago going like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to kind of touch base with her and reconnect and, you know, see what she's up to these days and, and just catch – like her her kids would be like teenagers now. Like it's yeah. been – yeah, it's been ages. It's probably been like 10 years since I spoke to her. So the other night I went to meet a friend on Ligon Street and I was walking past the restaurant that she used to work at and that just kind of clicked something in my brain where I go, fuck this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and find her. I'll look her up on Facebook. So – I find her I find this person on Facebook she's got a very distinct name. I find a person on Facebook that's got that name and the profile picture of them is like a it's it's like a formal photo or something from when she's in year 12. But she but I'm immediately I'm like I'm I'm 90 95% certain that's her. Like the combo of the photo looks familiar. It's such a distinct name. This person lives in Melbourne. I'm like okay, I'm pretty sure this is her. So I send it. I go for the so, friend so request. You don't. Do you completely remember what she looks like then? If you've got the photo of her and you're still not sure, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure. But it's because it's like an old photo of her as right. a kid. Oh, so as a kid. Right. it's like her at school. But I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. So I mean, I haven't seen her for a long time, but I'm like ninety five percent certain that this is her. So I send the friend request. Then I send a message, just going like. Hey, I hope I've got the right person. This is me. Just wanted to, you know, check up on, you know, see how you're going and da-da-da. 
kind of you know feel really good about it feel like this is this feels great like i've i've reconnected with this person like i'm imagining like catching up with her again oh it's going to be so good to see her i'm sure my parents will be wrapped to see her like you know introduce her to my girlfriend and everything and then i'm kind of the whole rest of the night i'm so distracted i'm just hanging on like you know am i going to get a response like what's going to happen here the next day i get up and she's blocked me <laughs> Because now... So like, it is her. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he's going to fucking come for me. The law's going to get involved. I'm going to have to pay for my crimes. No, so, yeah, I, I go onto Messenger and it's like you, you, can't, um, you can't message this person. And yeah. I go to click on... Previously, I'd been able to go onto her profile and I can't go onto her profile now. Like when I search that name, nothing comes up. It's completely... Blocked out for me, and so Have my girl, my girlfriend's looked her up on her account. Oh. She's on there. Oh. She's been able to find her. So I'm I'm now I'm and I I don't know what's happened. I, like I, it sounds like you've messaged a year twelve high school student out of the blue saying, "Hey, yeah. this is who I am." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not an old formal picture of her. It's a current formal picture of her. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, she didn't block you. It was the parental block yeah, yeah. that kicked in? <laughs> Net nanny. <laughs> Net nanny blocked you. It's like oh, what's a spinnerball doing on my kid's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They looked at your picture and went, "I'm 95 percent sure that that's a pedophile." Photo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, life comes at you fast. Yeah, Five yeah. minutes ago, I was getting raped when I was 11 years old. And now I'm the pedophile. <laughs> How it started. Right? How yeah. it's going. It's yeah. <laughs> Circle of life. You either die an abuse victim or live long enough to see yourself become the pedophile. Oh I can't believe. Why? It doesn't always escalate to something like this. It was, so just, it was all fun and games. It was Tom all fun and games. With Tommy, yeah. But when Tommy yeah. starts yeah. fiddling, it's no longer yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, do, that does sound fairly inexplicable. I. I can't work out what's going on. I, for someone who, yeah, we just kind of drifted apart and we had this like. Very like sweet. It was such a. She was such like a, a, like a kind person who just like came into our lives out of nowhere. Would come visit me in the hospital all the time. Like just had this great friendship with her. And yeah, it's it's really bizarre. And I don't like if she's done that. Then if she's done that on purpose, then me doing anything else to try and contact her is insane. Like my girlfriend was like, "Do you want me to add her and message her?" Yeah, I'm like, I "Message her now." If she's done that yeah. on purpose, then that's I like message her. I don't know. That's so like, that's so much. I think we should all message her. I think you need to put her name out there, and we should all message her and go. Why won't you talk to Tommy? Let's like if if she's blocked you because you're creepy, then let's all do it and go. Why (laughs) won't you talk to him? Let's put the creep factor up to 180 percent. Ursula, if you can message her and say hi, it's Ursula, head typesetter at the uh, Durban Times. Uh, <laughs> I was just reading. I was just reading a story in my own newspaper about a misconnection with you and Tommy Daslow. Yeah, just trying to yeah. get to the. What's it's an happening? odd spot over here yeah. in the newspaper, and I'd really yeah. love to follow up and see what happened. Here. That's not bad. I mean, if if I'd gone on her page and seen, you know, if you know, gone through her likes of things that she's a fan of on Facebook and seen Ursula Carlson in there, oh, then we get you up on the gala wearing a free Daslow T-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> unblocked Daslow. <laughs> On the gala. I'm blocked, oh. Aslow. I just want to connect with this friend. I want to hear how her life is going. I don't know. I don't know what I've done. It's not if it's an ex. You go, okay, it ended badly, and they just want nothing to do with me. Yeah. That's fine. But just like a Occasional. friendship of someone who was like 
10, 15 years older than you at the time. I, I don't understand what could have happened. Look, I don't I, know. I mean, I, I have some theories if you're open go to for hearing it. it. Yeah, Sometimes go for it. Sometimes it hurts to hear it. but No, no, I'm happy to hear it. I, I need answers. <laughs> all right. So as, as a cancer survivor myself, I know mm-hmm. you kind of make connections with people. Right during that time when you're sick, like say, even if you if you're like going through therapy, you know, treatment or whatever, and then you make friends with people, but in the back of your head, you're like, I don't need. Like we can be really tight friends because you're probably not going to make it. Right. Okay. Wow. If those then survive, you're like, ah. Right. 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 So maybe she didn't think she's like, oh, I could be these people's friend. The kid ain't gonna make it. It's not gonna be a huge emotional investment for me. But then you wouldn't fucking die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh my god, I've got this family. This is this is like the sequel to the little engine that could, which is like that doesn't mean it should have. (laughs) He's He's like a fuck. It's like a fuck buddy, but without the fuck. It's yeah. like a casual yeah. friendship that we know is going to end very soon. I mean, maybe at that restaurant, she like she had a bit of a thing for my dad, and she's heard the statistics that most marriages don't survive a child being sick. So she's like, you know oh. what? I'm going to get. I'm going to hang around here <laughs> somewhere down the line. David and Jane are calling it. Yeah. Maybe That's when I'm going to pounce. Maybe you're just like a. You know, you were like a, a little because you're you're a kid. You're like a wounded little bird with one leg, and you always give the chips to the the birds with one yep. leg because yeah. you know they got it hard off, and mm-hmm. then you sort of end up growing another leg. And yes. Like, yeah. Fuck this. Fuck yeah. this seagull. You're yeah. not getting any more chips. Block. Now this fat agile seagull yeah. is just cashing <laughs> in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting theory. As we were, yeah, I mean we did we we were friends for like we were in contact for another I reckon probably ten years or so, maybe a little bit longer after and I got better. Did you stop being so, friends after you got into um, comedy? <laughs> <laughs> did she come to a show of yours by any chance? Just I mean, theories, she had been to a show. Theories. Yeah, one of the last times I saw her was she came to a show. So maybe, really, yeah, maybe, really, maybe it's all starting to line up. Oh no, oh no, yeah, that is one hell of a bomb. With the block out of it as that well. Is a, that is a bad review. Yeah. That is a bad review. I'm never getting on Roadshow, and I'm never having contact with this I thought lifelong friend because that's the thing that's weirdest about it it's like you can kind of like drift apart from people and get too busy or whatever but you kind of think like oh you know maybe we'll maybe we'll reconnect again or we'll put those differences behind us or whatever it is but this was the last thing like if I can't contact her on Facebook don't have her number it's it's crazy mentally to go I literally am never going to see or hear from this person again that's it like it's you know what I mean the relationship is just done forever now and there's nothing I can do about it what if Ursula messages her and say look I don't know if you've heard, but about Tommy, it's back. Yeah. The cancer's back. Yeah. And yeah. then you get you lure her back in. Yeah. You okay. just sneak no, into I, want, I mean, house, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the cancer. I'll just go, Tommy is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. she's and been to you one of is... your shows, so she will believe right. that. <laughs> you mean mentally, but yeah, we, yeah. we lure her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. Very we'll good. We'll see legally, if she's like, just you know, an wanna... ambulance chaser or if she's right. going to be a friend. Right, right, right. Oh man, I mean, I don't know what to do. Do I let this go, or do I genuinely? Last night was thinking like, maybe I hire a private investigator. Okay, but it's like, so you want to go to prison? You fucking why. maniac! <laughs> I I I, I want to know. I want to know what happened. It's yeah. it's Look, bizarre. It's really weighing on me. 
Maybe she's she because she's had her kids, her kids are teenagers, and she's gone through a divorce because that happens. You know, you get to a point, right? And then you okay. kind of Marie Kondo your life. You know, you go, no, right. this shit isn't bringing me joy. If it's not going to bring me joy, I'm going to block it. So as soon as your name popped up, she's like, no, it's too painful. It's part of my yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to block it. That. Yeah. Would you? Would it's you not like you, advice? Tommy. It's her. Would you like some advice from me, Tommy? Because a very similar thing happened with a friend of mine called Ronnie Chang. Right. Would you like my advice from how I with how I dealt with the situation? Do, do you need any of my advice um, with this? Yeah, I'd, l- I'd love to know the opposite of what I should do. So by all means, <laughs> tell me what you've been doing. Oh. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? What? What have you been doing? Uh, just messaging him and, le- and having him leave me on unread for a long time. Okay. I messaged his girlfriend, and she was. She, he, I messaged Ronnie's girlfriend, who said. Uh, I don't know what's going. What do you mean? I said, "Oh, look, I think he's really mad at me, and I don't really know what I've done or whatever." But hey, we're good friends. He's been a bit of a baby about it. Just can you have a word to him? And then she goes, "Oh, okay." And then messaged me back a day later, going, "I think I'd leave it a while." Okay, so, right. Maybe oh. That's the advice. I mean, maybe that leave is leave it a while. I'm saying I, I want to hear your advice so I can do the opposite. But um, uh, it's it's horrifying for me to realise that I did I did then look up her husband. On oh, Facebook, oh my couldn't God, couldn't find him. Stalker. Couldn't couldn't find him. I was look, but I was looking him up. I was like, "Fuck, would I do this? Would I if he if he was on there? Would I be prepared to take this leap?" Your wife won't talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's me. Are you guys still together? If so, yeah. can you go in the next room and ask her yeah, what's going on? And if not. Can you have a word to the whoever she's hooked up with? You, you've turned over the LinkedIn stones, Instagram, Twitter. You've tried Google. Yeah, I tried. I tried Insta and couldn't find anything. But like, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have any luck with any of those platforms because being left on red or, or you know, having any number of reasons for like the Mary Condoing of the life that you were saying, Isla. It's like, yeah, I could totally understand that. But it's like the block is just—it's yeah. so severe. It's yeah. like, if it's like, hey, it's if you know, if she's maybe she's been through something like that. Um, in her personal life where it's like the memory of all these hospitals and stuff, it's just too hard, I'm really sorry. I'd totally be I'd be upset, but I'd be understanding of that. But the full block of like Maybe I never want you to be able to contact me again <laughs> maybe she's been, ever in your life. Maybe she's been catfished by some fake Tommy Daslows over the years since. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. She thinks you're Yeah, for one. all you know, ten years or you know, you haven't spoken to her in ten years, so Nine and a half years ago, she reached out to a guy called Tommy and, and then they met up and he held a captive for two and a half years and he abused yeah. her. Okay. And then, yeah, so she's only just, he's in jail at the minute. His real name is Adam. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. And so she's still working through it. Emotional scars yeah. are starting to heal. Some of the physical stuff she's still getting treatment for. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then she's on the precipice of... <laughs> You've done this uh, before. Like she was just you're, you're making me feel bad about even talk. messaging her in the first place. Is this you what happens should, to some of the typesetters in the newspaper? And, <laughs> then, and then just when she's, she's just accepted to do a TED Talk about it, about her growth and rising up from all of this, and now you come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you it's me again. <laughs> yeah, and this is enough to sort of just push her back into that darkness yeah. where she was yeah. just I feel, at, you know. I feel bad now. I think I need to send her an apology message from my other Facebook account, <laughs> Domi Tassilo, yeah, yeah. where the profile picture is Daryl Summers on stage at Carol's by Candlelight <laughs> and just say, hey, I'm, hey, it's me again. I'm sorry you yeah. got abused. I can yeah. understand now yeah. what was going and on. That's and an it actual account. Message you. That's an actual account if you want to look that up, yeah. by the way, guys. Go look it up. My burner account, Domi Tassilo. My sister, Dominique Tassilo. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> um, the, the most heartbreaking thing is that I, um, I, I got so, like when I sent the message and like I was walking down Ligon Street, it was like this Saturday just gone in Melbourne. So it was like the first uh, w- weekend of everything being back to full capacity in Melbourne. And there was just this like great vibe in the air. I get really, I send that message and I'm like, this is so exciting. I'm going to see her again. I'm, I'm going to get to catch up with her. Oh, this is so amazing. And I, I, uh, I'm because my dad had asked me like a few months ago if I, you know, had heard from her in, in, in recently, and I said I hadn't. Interesting. And he's so still, he was like he's in, still sniffing around. <laughs> yeah. he's still sniffing around. <laughs> no, you know why? Because he's he's already been blocked, and he's like, how else can I get in contact with her? Well, this is the thing: is like I I I sent him a screenshot of the of the Facebook page with oh, the, this has got to be illegal you with need, the profile you're picture files like this now. This is and I'm cool. like. This is her, isn't it? I've just looked her. I've just gotten this bolt of inspiration where I've just like I've, I was walking past her old work. I found her on Facebook. Um, I've uh, I, I, like this is her, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's her. I'm pretty sure that's her. I just showed it to mum as well. She's pretty sure. So yeah, send a message and let us know how you go. And so this is heartbreaking. I'm gonna have to tell my parents at some point that she blocked me. Yeah. Like I, I just I can't do that to them. It's gonna break their little hearts. They don't listen to the podcast. So, yeah, they don't. won't find out through this. Yeah, no, I don't think they would. No, they wouldn't no, listen they to this. Listen. Yeah, they've got they've got their hands full with Ursula's <laughs> audio book and her award winning podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and her newspapers. Yeah. So yeah. look, what do you what do you guys think? Do I do I have a do I have another crack, or have I just got to accept that? No, because every time you open your mouth, there's something else that you have tried. You have tried everything. You've looked up a husband. You've looked up the yep. kids. You've had your girlfriend. Yep. Um, you've already gone too far. No means no. <laughs> just leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I, I'm inclined to agree with Urs. Have you, have you done um, therapy before? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe give that another look. This hasn't, yeah, this hasn't come up, but it's probably due. I mean, maybe, maybe anyone listening, if if there's someone who could be like a surrogate for this person, you know, so I can just kind of like so even, pretend even, even, oh, that right. you are her and that she even hasn't. Even that, left my that life. is not moving on. That is it's like too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's being proactive. It's making I, something yeah. happen. Man, I'm with, I'm with you. I think you know. I would like to know the reason. I would like to know. The, I mean, it, it, you know, you can give him. Give uh, her name to me, and I can I can ask. I think it's like I think Ursula. It would it would be mean a lot coming from her. Yeah. Um. I'd love to. I'd love to find an answer. I mean, if we could, if we if we somehow get a message to her where we're like we pretend it's like a competition or something, and it's like you just got to let us know no. who's your favorite comedian, <laughs> and then we find out. Hopefully, it's someone that we have in the world of the oh. show that we know, so we can go. Okay. Well, we we right. tee up a meeting. Yep. And then lo and behold, there <laughs> I am. It sounds like she got permanently turned off the medium about ten to fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> who's your favorite comedian? Comedian. I can't stand comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's got the two masks on the wall, <laughs> yeah. throwing out the one that's laughing, and I'm just keeping the sad drama one. What's your favorite comedy? The girl with the dragons had <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd better wrap it up there for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, Guy and Ursula, thank you very much. That was very that was genuinely very therapeutic for oh. me. So thank you for uh, thank you for counseling me for the last half an hour. It's been a delight. Um, yeah. Um, Ursula, you've got a big old tour starting up in uh, our fine uh, island very soon. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going back to our natural habitat, the Melbourne um, Town Hall. Mm. Oh. Be, 
our natural habitat. Now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, we're doing Melbourne Comedy Festival for the month. I'm in there, and then just kicking off and doing the whole of Aussie. Well, the yep. whole of all the places I want to go to. I oh, know heaps of people go. Eh, what about our town? Oh, I had a look at it and I didn't find it interesting. So I'm not going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Big news! You're not going to Adelaide. All right, great. So, uh, <laughs> I know. I yeah. love Adelaide. You have to go to Adelaide. The women are loose and the wine is flowing. Why would you not? <laughs> yeah. you know? So that's they all. They love in, uh, a low cut top. Starting in uh, February, what? February, March, April. Big, big, big new uh, stand-up show from Ursula. Awesome. And yeah. um, Guy, you've got you've got a brand new comedy special out there that people can can download and enjoy. I do actually. Yeah, on my Bandcamp. It's uh, if you look up Guy Montgomery on Bandcamp, it'll be the number one hit. Please, it's only five dollars or <laughs> as much as you want. Wow. Well, I understand. Actually, you can listen to it for free three times. Uh, which is not a very effective <laughs> sales pitch. But I'm also, um, I'm not on sale yet, but I'm coming back. Baby, I can't wait to get over to Australia. I'm definitely going to do Melbourne and Sydney, maybe other places. It's I really miss, like, I fucking miss. I mean, it's, it's, you've, you obviously, you travel back and forth a lot, but you've spent a bit of time over there, but you missed Melbourne this year, eh? The festival? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, like, yeah. holy shit, that's one of the it's best insane. months of my life. Or like yeah. every year. Like I, you know, you can sort of go, well, you get to a point where you go, you probably don't need to do festivals anymore. I'm like, yeah, but I have to do Melbourne. Melbourne feels like you're just plugged into this insane creative space where everyone is just buzzing creatively. And I feel like if I don't do Melbourne, I just will completely lose, you know, grip on the whole scene. I just, I love it. It was a great festival this year in Melbourne, um, specifically because you weren't there, Ursula, so there was a lot more ticket sales for everyone else <laughs> to share around. It was a fucking bumper well, year. yeah. That's fucking over now, mate. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, we were all saying this year, uh, fuck 2021 was so good because there were no internationals and we're, we're all in here in Melbourne, kind of dreading 2020 a little bit, to be completely honest with you, but hey. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be cool Go. hangs, but it'll be shit at box office. So yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates. And they've done it again. Oh, right up the bum. Block. Don't want to hear it. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> How dare you? I want to f- see this chick. I want to see this person. Can you t- can you can you tell me who it is so I can look him up? Uh, no, I can show you the pic though. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, you did a bit of screenshotting before you got blocked. No, I mean it's just still in my uh, still in your in, what? in my outbox in my messages. Oh, her profile. Oh, pic. You can check it. Okay. Don't read her name out. But I won't. Oh, that's a very old picture. Yeah. Right. But okay. I mean. I was thinking about it, and that wouldn't have been all that long before I met her. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, in, in mentally, in my mind's eye, mm. that's the that's the person I remember. Okay. And so, you can see, like, from the name, mm. that is a very specific name. Yes. And to even go, this person even looks 70% of what I remember, right. and they live in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, it just has to be them. Yes. There's no way there can be multiple people with that name that's who a, look kind of the same. Yes. And without giving the name away, has that sort of made you a bit more racist than what you were before, <laughs> this whole experience? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, she's she's Greek. I'm fine with saying that. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, well, that narrows it down, guys, so if you're folks searching around. If you're out there at the Orthodox <laughs> Church, just get up there and uh, make a bit of an announcement. Just, hey, this podcast I listen to. Just if you can somehow do a search on Facebook for uh, Opolis at the end of surnames, yep. it's, it's not actually that. But, yeah. <laughs> yep. but, um, <laughs> wow, okay. It's, it's absolutely narrowed it down, guys. Made it a lot easier. You don't mm. need to... Uh, Start looking for any uh, Italian or Oriental people anymore. Yeah, mm. no. Mm. Um, fuck, I want to message you. Can I? Can I message you? I don't feel good about that. I'll be honest. Okay. If right. I'm going to get what a about fake- with my fake account, Gary Chook? Can I message you with that? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've yeah I've got it. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'll be interested to hear from the listener what what the what the listeners think I should do. Do I just have to let this go or should I? I what I'd love is for a listener to hit me up and go, you know what? I'm a private eye. Mm. I'll do this pro bono for you. Someone fucking hit me up a couple of weeks ago saying that they were a private eye. Uh, I, there was some. <laughs> a private eye. Yeah. <laughs> With <laughs> red, red Simons <laughs> yeah. and Wilbur yeah. Wilde, yeah. the private Shane eye. Shane Bourne PI. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm a private yeah. eye. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank God you're here. I found the killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone, I don't know what we were talking about, but a couple of months ago, um, someone hit us up and went, I'm a private eye if you want to find out. And I wow. didn't, didn't have any need for it. I can't remember what the context was, but someone did say, I think they were even a beginner private eye that listens to this show. Okay, that was like, a public I can eye. Do this. Yeah, <laughs> a pre-private eye. Well, I mean, because the problem is, is that, you know, at this point I can go, you know what, her not wanting to talk to me. Mm. And as far as I know, I've done I've done nothing here, so yeah. this is this is bizarre. Mm. But and you could argue that by talking about it on the podcast, I've already hit that point. At the point that I'm getting private eyes involved and other people messaging her, mm. it's like, well, now I am doing something yes. that heavily justifies not talking to me. I'm acting yeah. insane, which I think I've now already crossed that threshold by kind of why I wanted to bring it up on the show was now I'm over that threshold mm. of being a psycho. Yes. So anything I do from here on out is just more grist for the mill. Yeah. Like I've gotten that out of the way. Yeah, I'm now yeah. officially in psycho territory. Yeah, it's sort of like if you've killed someone, you might as well kill a few people. Absolutely. Because you're going down for it. Like have fun while you before you get caught. I had a friend in high school who legitimately used to say that. He's like, if I was ever going to jail <laughs> for anything, the night before I went in, I'd just be going crazy. I'd be assaulting people. I'd be doing this. It's like you're going to jail anyway. It's like, but you said for anything. You yeah, could be yeah, going yeah, for yeah. like 30 days for not paying a parking fine. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'd still just be going around you, doing whatever I want. You could be going in there as a janitor working. <laughs> nah, just kill someone you on the way. visiting someone who's someone in over. there, a relative. <laughs> <laughs> could be a conjugal visit. Could be going in there for a route. Nah, nah, nah. Might as well fucking bl- uh, fly a plane into the Twin Towers, yep, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm totally like, you, you know, you're saying, put that question out to listeners. Should I this? Should I... I don't care about any of that stuff anymore. I just want the answer. I just want to know. I want why. to know, yeah. yeah. I just want to know why. Like, I feel like I'm, I've been on that side of it with relationships where you go, why was I dumped or why did this happen? Why are you like this? It's like, now I've got that but for you with a fucking weird relationship that you sort of don't even care about until now. Yeah, I mean, a relationship you can kind of go, well, it was something, whether or not you got the answers. It's like people end, you know, a, like a romantic relationship. It's yes. like, yeah, they were just, the answer could be as simple as they just weren't in love with me anymore. And that's yep. hard to hear, but that's yep. fine. But this is just like, this is just a, 
yeah, a, a friend. Like the heartbreaking thing is, yeah, having to explain this to my parents when I've made the mistake of letting them know that I'd made contact. You told them first. Before I'd gotten mm. the response. Because my dad was telling someone about this person recently yep. while I was there. And he goes, honestly, at the point that she came into our lives, she is an angel. <laughs> she, it just was like going on and on about like how she like really like boosted our spirits and she was such a sweet, kind soul. And I'm like... This is heartbreaking. I can't go back to him and tell him I got blocked. I would genuinely, like if 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 we can try this, I would genuinely like Ursula to get in contact with her because I feel like, she, you know, you've said something and she's gone blocked for whatever reason. Mm. If I do it, she'll probably look at my profile and go, friends with Tommy Dassler or whatever, block. Mm. If a celebrity we gets involved. We need star power. Absolutely. If a celebrity gets involved, that's like a policeman asking. Yes. It's like, oh, well, this is a higher power. Yeah. I sort of have to, like, if, if yeah, if you're having a fight with someone and you're like, I'm not talking to that person, but then all of a sudden Delta Goodrum said, what's going on here? You'd be like, right. Um, sorry, Delta, it was, yeah, I mean, she kissed someone else and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now I don't want to talk to her. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think you have to serve the the. But the that's also power. that's also hard without knowing, you know, what her tastes are. Mm. Because, I mean, look, yeah. Ursula is... A big name, absolutely, on TV a lot. Man, her at the town hall, you can't get any bigger. Yep, selling out at the town Mm. hall. But it is still conceivable if, you know, if you're not watching the gala, you're not watching Have You Been Paying Attention, it's conceivable that you could not know who she is. But she's got, I did the mum test today. Yeah. On the way here, I talked to my mum. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing podcasts. Um, Ursula Carlson, do you know her? And she goes, yeah. Okay. And Guy Montgomery, do you know him? No. Okay. Sorry, Guy. where does your mum, because your mum watches... Have you been paying they attention? They have TV. Yeah. Yeah. But my parents know her. Oh, no, you know, that, you know, because I was like, oh, you'd know her if have you been paying attention. I don't really know if she, I think she watches that sometimes. Okay. But when I said, do you know her? And she goes, yeah, yeah, she's a masked mask singer. Oh. Uh, yeah. See, my parents aren't watching either of them. I don't know. My parents know her, but through her doing gigs with me. Oh. And then. But your mum and dad are both open micers, to be fair. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They see her They supported gigs. her once, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they they came to some shows I did once where she was on and then spent a bit of time with her backstage and loved her comedy and loved her as a person. Oh, right. I don't know if my parents would know her if it wasn't for that. Oh. They're not. My, my parents are as bad as checked out on free-to-air as you can possibly get. Right. So you've really got to do a lot to break. I mean, the answer is you just have to have gigged with me at something that they've been at. Right. That's they're, their net of knowing They're just knowing watching Amazon Prime is. and binge all day, are they? Yeah. Just yeah. Don't, don't even own a TV anymore, guys. Yeah, they actually, they are on my, um, I gave them my Prime login so that they could watch oh, yeah. the return of Pack to the Rafters. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then mum watched an app and then she called me up and she's like, so when's it on again? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, when, when can we watch it again? When's the great, next one? I'm like, mum, it's whenever you want it to be. Yeah. Um, you've just got to go through that arduous process of using my login where then I'm getting texts going, there's, an, there's a new login on your account. Do you want to confirm this? Yeah. Having an, and then having to call them up and go, is this you trying to get on? Yeah. Fucking nightmare. And do I have to type in, I want to suck off Pamela Anderson 69 every time I log in? <laughs> is that what I do? What's this recently viewed? I <laughs> oh, don't look at that. But so my point being, Ursula, it's conceivable. It's, you know, it is possible that there could be a person if you're just checked out on enough of that stuff. That, mm. But although, yeah, I, I could imagine her being a mass singer watcher. But like, imagine us getting like, you know, if we just go big guns, we get Husey onto it and yeah. he's just... That's that's something He'll where you're getting it. you're getting name recognition. The minute you see that message come up, you're getting that yeah. name recognition. Why have you blocked him? What if she just started? If we just employed all of our big name guests to do this, and yep. it's just Ursula, Husey, 
Yep. Gleason. Yep. Um, who else? Denise Scott. It's basically just cameo. Yeah. It's yes. Ca- it's getting cameos for someone that you're stalking. <laughs> Can we please? Shrek, people must have done that. Let's do it. Let's let's do it and not tell every not tell the other <laughs> our friends. Yep. That that they're part of a harassment campaign. Well, we get people to do um, Rad Dad, and we just give them a script, and then they read out what we've written. Oh yeah. So we could just—it's basically the same thing. It's just, can you just read what's oh. on this piece of paper? No, let's write Rad Dad scripts with the bits in there. With this in that we want to send to her. With this thread in in there that yeah, yeah we yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I I really want to walk back from it, sounding <laughs> like I am stalking this person. Yes. I'm not. I've looked. At, I don't know where she lives. I don't know. I did, literally. Yeah. I've tried on Facebook, and I just. And these are all things we're saying and haven't done yet. Yeah. So at the moment, th- this is legal. this is a flight of fancy. Yes. This is this all is comedy. Improv. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, this person doesn't even exist. I've just remembered what yeah. you showed me then was a joke. I made it up. Yeah, this is all fiction. That's I didn't right. have anything to say. I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, didn't yeah, yeah. I didn't even have cancer. Yeah, me too. I've never <laughs> even had a job. So yeah, <laughs> that wasn't Guy Montgomery and Ezra Carlson. No, those were two impersonators. Yeah, that was Greg Larson and Ben Russell. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, all right, fun. Uh, like we said at the top of the show, live news. Uh, Heathcote is going ahead. It's uh, thanks to everyone who bought tickets and bought tickets on the Milan Fun Bus. Look, really looking forward to, um, yeah, what that's going to be is a packed bus with me and you on it, and Milan running the show and and nice little 90, 90 minute to two hour trip from Melbourne to Heathcote. Uh, yeah, might do a, like a pub stop on the way or something mm-hmm. like that. Getting up and doing the show and uh, yeah, look, I, I've talked to the pub. They're like excited, but they're also like. Yeah, can you fuck off before the regulars get in? So that's fair. good. Yep. Absolutely fair. <laughs> they're, they're sort of, uh, you know, they're a bit like, um, I, I don't know whether they're ashamed of us or they're more just like... I'll stop you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or more that uh, they just they just don't want to interfere with the, the locals coming in every week. It's like, sure, you can have 100 people in here being fucked in the head once in our lifetime, but we need these 50 people to get their palmers every single Saturday. Yeah, I think they also probably... Are thinking that there's an element of us going up to laugh at them, perhaps, and they're a little bit. Uh, I don't get that vibe. I've talked about to that. I don't, I've got. I, I. I. certainly did have that vibe. I. I did have that fear, mm-hmm. but uh, and especially since then, I found out that the owners did listen to this podcast, Great. and uh, they still agreed to it. So they mustn't have listened to much of it. Okay, right. Yeah, they listened to just they enough. They checked out it. right as it was getting juicy. Right as we were like, let's go to a fuck Let's joint. go to the worst fucking <laughs> fuck shit old fuck Let's burn everything down. <laughs> fuck you. Imagine living here. Yeah. What a fuckhole. Well, I'll see that when we do the show. But yeah. anyway. Um, but by then it's too late. Yes. It, but may, way too late. We'll already have drunk their place dry. Mm. Suck shit, idiots. Yeah, you made a lot of money. Um, so that's going to be heaps of fun. That's December the eleventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big trip up from. And look, everyone's got tickets. We'll get the email or give you all the specific information of uh, of the bus trip and whatever. If you have got the bus tickets, so that's going to be heaps of fun. Our first little. Uh, live sort of a show back for quite a while after mm-hmm. all of our various lockdowns and such. Um, then we got the big Melbourne 500th episode. It's genuinely let's look. Let's change our mentality. It's actually happening. Yep. Very very confident of it. It just literally is going to happen now, which is very exciting. Not that far away. Less than two months to go. It is uh, very very small numbers of tickets left. So please get onto that. Let's sell it out and remember to come along because uh, someone told me that. 
in this new world where people have owned tickets to things for two years, people just flat out forget they own tickets yep. and uh, forget to go. Yep. So make sure you do that. January, Saturday night, January 15th, we're going to have an after party after it as well. So uh, if you're into that, we'll have more details of that to come. And, yep. and then after that, Tommy. January 29th, we're in Brisbane. Again, a rescheduled date. All your original tickets are still valid. We've got the big live podcast and stand-up show that's at 2.30 at Lefties. Then we wrap that up. We go across the street to uh, Good Chat Comedy Club and we do a live Talking Dum Dum. Uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. We've got that all booked. We've got some great guests for it. It's going to be awesome. It's all sold out. Um, but, yeah, if you um, if you had your original tickets, they are still valid and you will be contacted very soon, if not already. Yep. And then we've got, of course, the rescheduled date that we set up at the top of the show of Perth. Finally, rescheduled Perth. Uh, and that's for, is it March? March the, the 5th. 5th. Saturday, March the 5th at the Rosemount Hotel. Uh, nice to be getting in there. Borders open by then, we presume. Mm. Getting in and just letting rip with the old virus a Yeah. Sucked in McGowan. Well, can't keep it in forever. Yep. Because guess uh, what? Everyone down here has it, and we don't even know about it because we're vaxxed and we have no symptoms. Yep. So, uh, oh, it's only a cold, guys. Um, so, <laughs> we'll, we'll be coming over for a, a little march of our own over there. Yeah. Um, a march through the community spreading the plague. So, uh, get on to that. You'll, you'll be contacted by the uh, venue, I believe, or the ticketing organisation. I think we are on slightly earlier than we were meant to be fucking two years ago, whenever we were supposed to do the mm-hmm. show. So, just make sure you check the times because... Uh, it's a band venue, and we have to get out in time for fucking some ABBA cover band, I presume, or some bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> someone, uh, someone like that, has got to come in and um, check their fucking harmonies for Mamma Mia, and uh, yeah, we've got to get out of there before that happens. I don't mind. I'd hang around, and watch that. I yeah. went to a band on Saturday for the first time in eighteen months, and it was fucking awesome. Great. I loved it. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm I'm happy with all that, but I just uh, it'd be nice to get a little bit to start a little bit later. But anyway, yeah. someone's got to come in and fucking tune their banjo or fucking. Some shit. Did something uh did something that I was kinda meaning to do more of before the pandemic hit, which is just just roll the dice on a on a pub gig. Yeah. Just you know, just see a band at a venue and just go, sure, I'll go watch that for twenty bucks. Oh. Go in not knowing anything about them. Yep. Had a great time. Yeah, great. I Melbourne um, band called Bones and Jones. Shout out to them. Check them out. Yeah, that is a good thing that I should do more of, which is just go to a band that I'm not absolutely like psyched to see. Like yeah. I just Well tend- this was perfect. I was meeting a friend for dinner at this venue. And then got there and I was like, oh, there'll be a gig upstairs and today's like full capacity day. Mm. Fuck it. Let's just go up. Yeah, great. Pretty great. Awesome. Um, well, uh, speaking of awesome, there's a lot of awesome people out there, Tommy, mm. that subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, of course, that is the way that we continue to run this as a show. This is our job. Yep. And uh, we need to get paid um, these, uh, you know, this this content. Uh, that we put out every week is not free. We no. we obviously employ a team of writers. Yep. Uh, everything we did today, it was a, it was probably honestly five to ten percent of that was our own ideas. Mm-hmm. Visual we, effects, don't yeah. forget them. They come in. Yeah, see a lot of CGI, uh, a lot of visual effects on this podcast. Yep. Uh, as you guys, uh, look, you can you, tell. Yeah, you, it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, so it's not it's not free. Uh, we need all of this, all of your money, to make this magic happen. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who does yeah. do that. But of course, we need more. We need much more um, because you know you don't know what this could turn into if we got more. Mm. Like we we should set uh, 
this could be twice as funny. Like we, to be honest, we 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 hire some pretty dog shit writers at yep. the moment. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. If you give us more money, we'll be able to get like the creme de la creme. The guys from Fast Forward. Yeah. You know the yep. guys from Full Frontal. Yeah. The guys from Different the Comedy guys. Company. We can yep. get Con the Fruiter writing for us. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We can get. Moolah, Doola, Ruler, mm-hmm. Buller, and Agapi to write we could for get us. Dave O'Neill submitting sketches to us. <laughs> <laughs> Love Dave O'Neill, but it's great. He was like the guy that was writing on everything in the 90s. And then now I've been on shows where he's writing, where he's very begrudgingly writing on something, going, I don't need to fucking write on a show anymore. Right. And him just coming in for like two hours a day and going, Oh, then what else happened? Someone fucking. Fell over or something. Anyway, lunchtime. The way you've described it, it reminds me of um, that bit in The Simpsons where Krusty comes in to record his lines <laughs> for the talking Krusty doll. Yes. And he's ripped them all out before the guys even started the tape. Yes. That's, that's Dave. Yes, I've been <laughs> on a show before where he's come in at 11 o'clock and then gone to lunch before 12 and then come back and gone, all right, what are we supposed to... Uh, Dinner right, time. Here's, here's one. Anyway, i got to pick up the kids from school. Yeah, love See that. See you, everyone. Love that. So, very funny. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who supports the show. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. You can get two bonus episodes every week with special guests where we do little mini episodes. We just riff around for about 15 minutes or so, often longer More. than that. But, uh, yeah, 15 is the target, and then we regularly hit 25 or so. But, uh, mm. yeah, they're, they're all great. Big we tell the guests it's 15, then we end up doing half an hour Take and saying, sorry, Fuck you, you're getting out. paid the same money, so yep. sorry. And of course, as uh, I just mentioned then, and uh, as we were, ta- as I talked about briefly in the episode, we are back to full capacity in Melbourne at the moment, and we have been very limited um, because of the density limits uh, with the number of names that we've been able to read out mm. uh, in this bit of the program. And yep. so, yeah, we're back to uh, full capacity, which means we can. There's no caps. There's mm. no previously it was one name per. Uh, four square meters yes. of my house, but now yep. we can just fuck. We can read out as many as we want. There's and no limits. We were only reading out names that had masks attached to them as well. Yep. So now we don't have to do that anymore. Yep. Yep. So that's great. Uh, all right, let's do as many as we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, I wonder how many we're going to want to do. Uh, thank you very much. I'm really to hungry, so not many. <laughs> <laughs> that Thai restaurant is calling me because it's. Quarter to two, and I don't know how long they do lunch for. So oh, let's get right. into it. Let's rip in. If, if we get too late, they're going to start charging me full price, and mm. uh, we can't have that happen. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Number one, first cab off the rank this week, Heath Sheehan. <laughs> Heathcote. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heathcote Sheehan. Uh, the man with the shittest pub inside his own uh, name. Heath uh, Sheehan. Yeah. The, uh, the principal at my school, uh, his surname was Sheehan. And there was a, there was a. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but there was a rumor uh, that went around my school that back in the day he had rooted Olivia Newton-John on a pool table, oh. which I would have to imagine was a rumor started by him. Fuck! I've just, I've just, sorry, I've just double checked. We've already done Heath Sheehan. Oh. Fuck you, Heath Sheehan. Maybe that's what I was saying. I'm sure I've read this, <laughs> said this story before. That was probably when. Yes, that's completely true. Um, sorry, there's been a. Glitch in the matrix there. You well, there you go, Heath. You can you can listen back to the uh, the other time that I read it out. I'm sure you've clipped it out and you listen to it nightly, and uh, you can compare. Yep. You can compare the two separate times of me reading the story and see mm. if it got better the second time. Yes. Around. Um. All right. Let's 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 do another first cab off the rank. Oh my god. Um. 
that cab that came off the rank is not an actual that cab. That was an Uber. Negative one cab off the rank. Yes, it was an Uber. It was it was not yellow in uh, any way. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Matt Deegan. This is more like it. Mm. That first cab off the rank was like the um. That was more like when you're at the airport in a foreign country, right? And there'll be the guys that are like, "Do you need a ride from the airport?" And they're doing that next to a sign that says, "Do not accept rides oh. from people who approach you." Oh, I thought it was like a. A, a late night first cab off the rank and it's like uh, I'm in the city um, where do you live um, Richmond nah not long enough mate nah, nah. Uh, where do you live Frankston yeah. too far yeah uh, I live <laughs> you at tell the... me where I should live I live at the airport no yeah. worries alright let's go what's the suburb what's the suburb where it's not too what's far right and one? not too short What's where's know. the right place to live as far as taxi drivers are concerned you know what I think what the key is on the way home I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I it's late enough, it. yeah. yeah, that's very true. I think I think it's more like it should be like <laughs> that. Should be the 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 transcript of the conversation. Um, can I get in? Where are you going? I don't know. Where do you live? Yeah. <laughs> can I stay with you? <laughs> and I since just, you're just going home, do I not have to pay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go your halves. Getting a wind, getting wind of it, getting yeah. wind of it. Like a people must have tried that on a taxi yeah. driver being like, oh yeah. Once mm. I drop you, I'm just down the road from my house. Yeah. There would be some tight cunt out there who's like, well, yeah. I mean, you go in here anyway. Yes. So, yeah. you know, what are we talking here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe if they live even further out, it's like, just, I'll get out at your place. Yeah. And then, and I'll, then get, I'll, I'll catch a cab from okay. there. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ring your, one of your mates on the way. Can you, can I can come you, in and you... use your home phone <laughs> to call a cab from your house? Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I actually drive your cab if you're just going to go home? Mm. How about I just drive you home? Yeah. And then I keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it. I'll come and pick you up tomorrow. Yeah, and drive you back to work. I'd like to be a cab driver for like a day or a weekend. Yeah, if you well, well an Uber driver you or can, an Uber, you can dri- do that's that. what I mean. Do, that, do that. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I could now. My car was too old for a while. Oh yeah, but oh, actually, no. I think my new car is like from the same year as my old. Oh car. really? It's probably still too old. Oh, my current car is twenty. I think it's a twenty ten, twenty ten or twenty twelve. I can't remember. It's too old. I think so. What is it, like 10 years? I think, yeah, I think that might be it. Oh. I mean, someone will know. That would be good if someone brought in a... Surely there's a market for, like, a, a cooler, older car, Uber, where it's like, all right, you know, I want to fucking... I want to get I want to get, I want to get driven to the airport in a Mustang, mm. or I want to get driven home from uh, Revolver at 3 a.m. You mean like a service called, just off the top of my head, Uber Shit? <laughs> no, that's not shit. That's your. That's in a routine of yours. That's an old like, routine I had, yeah. kind of early-ish days of Uber mm. when I cooked it up, mm. which was they had the they had the pricier ones, mm. and yeah, my car wasn't good enough to do it, mm. and it was like there should just be a budget option, mm. which is fucking anything can turn up. Yes. no doors on it. Yep. You're rolling the dice, but you're like, tell you what, got there in, got mm. there for three bucks. Yep, not bad. Yep. Um, the great man quoting his own gear. Love it. Yeah. Um, check it out on his Netflix special. Yeah. Uh, telling it like it is. The Tommy Daslow. Yeah. Stool, sitting on a stool for a full hour. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Deegan. Check it out. Check out that, that uh, Netflix special. Deegs. D-I-E-G-E-N. Uh, in, in German, the gen. The, the gen. The gen. The gen. The gen. The generation. The, now we're talking. The Gen Fricker. Yep. Matt the Gen Fricker. The Gen Fricker. The Gen Fricker. The Gen Fricker? At G- the Gen Fricker. Mm. Mm. Um, At comedy Gen Fricker. Uh, <laughs> at Mr. Gen Fricker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Gen Fricker comedian. 
Oh, yeah. At Jen.Fricker. Yep. Yeah. Is there any more? At, at Fengricker? Yeah. Know. She was on Facebook. Yeah. 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 I think that's all of them. I think that's What's all. your favorite of them all? Of them all? Uh, I, I do... I do sort of like Mister. Oh, official, official at uh, official Jen Fricker. My that's m- another one. With my Facebook page is Carl Chandler official. I think, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good one. Because uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the time it's like people who've just they're trying everything. Yeah, they're trying everything to just get their actual name in there with no yeah. bells or whistles, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all right, here are my options: the yep. Mister yep. official comedy yep. comedian. Yeah. Because it's all it all seems a little bit better than going, you know. All right, well, Tommy Daslow's taken Tommy Daslow two. Not a great look. Yeah, you got to you got to use a version where it's like he meant this. Yeah, no, no, no. I like to be known as Mister Tommy Daslow. I've done that on on a couple of things where I've gone to sign up and for whatever reason I can't use what I want. I've mm. chucked the the birth year on the end. Yes. If you're going to have to have a number on the end, that mm. seems like the that seems like the cleanest way to do it. Yeah. That's yes. better than just a random set of numbers or like one or whatever. It's like at that point, at least at least the birth year is a little personal. I I should I, I am of course the only person that was born in 1986. Yes, I'm a miracle baby. With the, the, the you you're the only person with the last name Daslow for starters because you made it up. Yeah, so you shouldn't need that number on the end. It's, it's happened on a couple of things that I've seen <laughs> before it? where I'm yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. I I really need to get in touch with the, the, the girl I knew did have as a present got given personalized number plates. I'm, I'm pr- I probably brought this up before. I think I found this very funny, but it would only be funnier now because she got given personalized number plates as a pr- as a birthday present. Didn't ask for them, so to have personalized number plates thrust upon you—that's huge. I think is sort of. And weird. what was Cause it? Because it's like, well, for one thing, they're called personalized. Mm. Yeah, they're not personalized by you. Yeah, yeah, like, but they don't. That's that's the beauty of it. Yeah. They don't say personalized by you, license uh, plates. But that's sort just of personalized by so- yeah, just by personalized person. by someone. Yeah, a robot didn't do this. Yeah, a person did. Yeah. just not you. So what was it? A nickname or a, an in joke or what was it? I believe it was uh, a the initials of the person. Okay. Then the year of their birth, which is even then. This is a long time ago, but even then. Very clear, like the person said to me, the girl said to me, why the fuck do I need people knowing how old I am? Yeah, and This yeah, is back yeah. when she okay. was like, say, 21 or something. Yeah. But she could see the future. Like this is now, this this girl would be 40 now. Right. Which every year is just becoming a worse number plate, really. Right, yeah. You don't need that information out there. It's it's sort of up to the person whether they want to divulge yeah. their age or not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I... And I on average, I would say girls are probably less into it than guys. Yeah, well. absolutely. I thought about getting um, the you know the personalized plates you can get that's just like not not like the you can get the different kind of stuff around the edges. Mm. So you can get the ones that have like the Japanese text down the bottom. Okay, I don't know what it says, mm. but I just it's like just the ultimate. Every time I see a car that's got like the Japanese plate on it, right. I always go to. I don't, my immediate thought isn't Japanese person owns this car. I think some fucking weeb. Some anime fan hmm. just has had to have the right. Japanese text on the car. I'm like, I've never seen it. I'm kind of into it. Right. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. How long have I had my fucking got him plates for now? Well, just, it was your 40th birthday. Oh, present. I was too. It, it took me about a year to do it, didn't it? It took, it took you while. ages to put it on. It took quite a while but to yeah. do it. But yeah, it's about five years ago, right? Yeah, no, about four. I think. I think. It, I think it took me a year. Um, yeah. Having said that, I, not like I drive around heaps, but. Uh, 
I certainly do find it weird. To, I, I I know that people must in the the garage of the apartment building I live, that people walk past <laughs> and go, "Why is that? Why is that fucking there?" It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. If I lived in a, in an apartment building where I saw personalized number plates every day, I would be like, "What the fuck's that cunt thinking?" It's one of those weird, like quote unquote, pranks where it's like. The shame of it is that you never get to see the reaction. You never get to... Because, yeah, people daily would have a weird thought about it. Yes. But you never get to be privy to that. Yes. Which is the great... Sh- you know that you're causing some yeah. mild form of chaos out in the world, <laughs> but you're just detached from I'm it. I'm raising questions. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. I, I should have my number, my phone number on the car. Just They see the plate, then they saw the number on the car, and it just says, give us a text and... Tell me what you think's going on. That's here. not bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People like so someone who's in the market for a car, mm. from a distance they're like they see the number and yeah. they just assume, Oh, this car's for sale. Yeah. Great. It's a pretty old car. Mm. Might be going for a steal. Yes. I'm a nineteen year old. Yep. I don't have much to spend. Great. Then it's they get a bit fixer upper yeah. as well. Then they get a bit closer and it's like, text me and let me know what you think of my number plate. They're like, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> now that now you've got Two levels of prank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know what people that listen to the show think about it, but like, you know, we haven't even made that the man joke. The street. We haven't used that reference or no. made that joke for fucking years. Yeah. So even new listeners would get on and go, what the fuck's that about? Mm, yeah. But for the normal people. Yeah. For the normies out there. Yeah. But Matt, Matt again. Thanks. Thanks. Again. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks again. Um, Matthew again. Thank you very much too, Patreon subscriber. Well, let's have a crack. Let's let's be confident. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Simha Mamalenani. 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 Are you sure we haven't read this one out before? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I'm actually really? being serious. Like no way. Mamalenani. For some reason, it really rings a bell. Really? It really does. How ring can a bell. it? All right, I'm looking it up. Um, I didn't even bother checking it because I'm like, well, there's absolutely no chance that that's that's happening. I'm looking it up. I mean, the sound, if I've the mouth sound of Mama Lenny. It's like I don't know. Fuck, I have done it too. I knew it. Jesus Christ! I knew it sounded familiar. Can we? All right. Are we gonna be fucking done with this before Sorry. before dinner time? Sorry. Jesus Christ! Honestly, I looked at that and went as if I could have ever read that out and not remembered it, but I'm fucking wrong. But the difference is I can understand seeing it and it not ringing the bell. But like I said, the hearing the vocal sound of Mama Lenny, I was like, I was immediately Sorry. transported back to a previous riff. Sorry. I wonder what we would have said. Um, God, right. if, those t- <laughs> if those two names were actual freshies, yeah. God, we'd be nearly done by now. I know. <laughs> We've barely gotten one. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Jack Cox. <laughs> Damn. Uh, thank you very much. Patreon subscriber, Angus Fleming. Angus Fleming. Yeah. What? Any any, any, any relations? Bells? Any bells being rung here? Uh, well, I mean, I saw No Time to Die recently, so it's ringing, oh. a, ringing a bell from the, uh, from the opening credits. Oh, okay. All right. That's the new James Bond, is it? Yeah. Um, uh, Damien Fleming, the Australian cricketer, is the new James Bond. Spoilers. Wow. Yep. Um, I'm going to say that. see that this weekend, this coming weekend. So uh, if you want to come and uh, – hey, look, we're talking about live show tickets being available. If you want to come and get uh, gold class at uh, – um, Yeah, where, give out the session time. Okay. 
Um, at Crown? Shopping shopping Town. Oh, Donny. Shopo. Yep. Doncaster. Heading out to Donny. If you want to come to um, Gold Class at about, uh, I think, midday or something okay. on Saturday, yep. me, and my, me and my wife are, uh, will be out there chucking Maltesers down the uh, mm-hmm. aisle. Are you wearing the tux? Ooh, that's pretty good. I wonder if... We, it's not a bad move. I wonder if we're going to dress up. Gold Class... Yeah, you, know, you go in gold class, you feel like maybe you should dress a little nice. Mm. And then you go in a bond on top of that. It's like, well, I mean, I'm already wearing a shirt and a nice jacket. Yeah. It's really not doing too much more to chuck the bow tie on and absolutely go in character. Maybe I just do that and like my wife gets ready, goes to the car. I just go, oh, I just forgot something. I double back. Yeah. Put, put the tux on. Yeah. Then come back and jump in the car. She yep. goes, what are you doing? And then I'm like, nothing. And then broom, broom, take off. Give Chuck no the comedy chance. plates onto the Aston Martin. <laughs> head up to Shopo. <laughs> yeah, that's the James Bond trick on my Beamer now. The, the the plates turn around to just be a normal person's number yeah, plates. Yeah, yeah, so great. That's the big trick that's instead his, of a smoke screen or anything. That's Q's big gadget for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the plates that make you look like a fuckhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if that happened on James Bond's car? He just... Twist it around, all of a sudden he has a number. He's B I G D I K. Yep. And they're all like, and like all the bad guys are like scared off by it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. We can't mess with Big Dick. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's it's a pretty good. good film. That's it. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's good. It's all right. All right. I'm not a big Bond head, but uh, right. yeah, I went for a friend's birthday and uh, had a pretty good time. Had a pretty good time with it. I will say that I do think a lot of the heavy lifting of that was done by the fact that. Just nice to be back in the cinema. Yes, definitely a film that has benefited by all the delays because it's like nearly everyone I've and nearly everyone I know who's seen it, I've said, "What do you think?" And they've gone, "It's great to be back at the cinema." Right. I'm look. Yeah, I don't go to the cinema that often, particularly in the last eighteen months. But uh, so yeah, it's got to be pretty shit for me to not go and enjoy it. But. Mm. I'm also not taking many chances. I'm not going to see stuff I think might be shit. It's a good one to see in gold class too because you're you're really getting your money's worth. You're there for a it while. Is, it is nudging three hours. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're going early. Go in the middle of the day. Go on yeah. a shopo. Yeah. Oh, you are going to be fucking... You are going to be doing some Bond-esque driving to get into running your little comedy show that night. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say some Bond-esque... We, we, you know... Things are going crazy shopping-wise. I tried to go to Chadson the other day. Got there at like 11. It was like, too late, mate. The place is fucking full. Couldn't that, get a park. Turned around and had to go home. That's devastating. I need to go to Chadston to uh, take my computer in to get fixed. It's been fucked nearly since the day I bought it. I bought it in lockdown last year. Oh. And then there's been very limited time where things are open. And, you, and you know, then you've got a backlog of stuff. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like a trip out to Chadston to go mm. to the Apple store. Mm. Rightly or wrongly, in my head, I'm like... That's a day. Yes. That requires a full day where there's nothing else going on and I've yes. got time to battle with parking, don't know what the repair job is going to be. Have a look at what the new shirts in Uniqlo are like. That's exa- well, that's it. I do want to – I think it's going to take a long time, but I also mm. do – if I'm going out there, I want to make a well. day of it. Yeah. yeah. Go to the food court. And I just keep Go to not, Wendy's. Get yeah. yourself a little fucking um, sprinkled ice cream cone. Yep. Yeah. And then the day that I have nothing on, get on there – Left it. By the time I know that I've got nothing on coming up in a day, then there's no Genius Bar appointments available. It's a bit like for me, Tuesday's a free day for me in terms of like I've got this on and you look at it and I have my little to-do list and I look mm-hmm. at the diary and go, got this on, I'll just get that done. And then it's like by the time I get over here, we do this, we do yep. talking number, we do the actual episode. Yep. I go and fucking buy some cookies, I get some lunch, I walk We get walk the time home, wrong, so we're like, sitting here for an extra hour than yes. we need to. 
<laughs> I read out a couple of dozen names yeah. I shouldn't have. It's fucking all day. 37 minutes and uh, we've barely done two names. Yuck! Yeah, I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to tell me, this is what my experience uh, is. It's like, I'm right there alongside you the okay. whole day. I didn't know if you were recognising what we're in the middle of. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, thanks, Gussie F. Thanks. Thanks, Gus. Thanks, uh, 0069. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Jazz Rollinson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, J- that, that's or Jace. Is it Jace? J- J-A-S is what I'm getting. Oh, is it, it must Jace? be Jace. Yeah, I presume Jace. Oh. I thought we were talking J-A-double-Z. No. Talking a bit of skiddly bop. No, 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 no. No bit freestyle It's the Patreons here. you don't subscribe to. <laughs> no, I, was, I thought it was more closer to a bit of juice. Jules Rollinson, just a, a little bit of uh, weird oily sauce on there that I've never really known why it's there. Don't really know what it is. Don't really ever feel confident saying it. Is it jus? Jus? Oh, yeah. Don't know. Same with uh, a a um, a spice, I guess it is. That's popping up a lot more in my cooking lately, mm. the recipes I'm using, mm. that I absolutely hate saying. Yes. Cumin. Oh, Yeah. I tried to be one of these people for a while. I just, I just get sneaky with it and go cumin. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, there? why don't we just all agree to call it cumin? And yeah. then too many times I had people go, "Don't you mean cumin?" Oh, really? I think it is cumin. Is it officially cumin? Is it? Yeah. I would have gone with cumin. I'd always go. I would cumin. have gone with cumin actually. Cumin. But I, but I'm basing that on nothing. But again, it's one of those ones where it's like you see it coming up and you see yourself having to say it, and you're mm. like, oh god. You yeah. know when you'd like be at school and you'd be doing reading and you'd be like your turn to like read a couple of pages out yeah. to the class, and you just would see you'd see one coming up that's like a bit of a it's a bit of a stumbling. Block. I mean, I probably do it five times a week to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. I did it before with whatever the fuck that name was. That I read out twice. So. I always um I always struggle with fuck. Here we go. Almond. Really? Almond? Almond. I just very confidently pronounce it the wrong way, probably. Yeah, I feel like I'm always doing it wrong, and mm. it's the kind of milk that my girlfriend has in her coffee. Oh. So if I ever go to get us coffees, it's all it like it stresses me out so much. Because mm. I always get this one. I'll go, oh, yeah, just a um, large almond flat white. Yep. And Sounds whichever weird. one I say, I feel like the barista is always like, oh, yeah, yeah that was an... Almond, like they'll, right, right, they'll right. like they correct, correct me. It's you. like, you know what I fucking said. Yeah. Just give me the fucking coffee. Give me the shit milk you've got. Give me the fucking Your little shit pretend me nut me milk. Give me your, give me your, my, give me your cumin milk. My little tummy can't handle web. I oh. don't want to drink from a cow. No. I want to drink from a nut. My little tummy hurt. <laughs> That's you, Jus Rollinson. Jus. Jus. Mm. Roland. Just, uh... Roland. Yeah, what is it? Again, can't say it. Fucked if I really know what it is. Mm. I mean, I can picture it. I know I like it. Mm. I know it's a good thing when it's in, a, in something I'm eating. Yeah. But couldn't for the life of you tell me what it actually is. I'd rather have wet food than dry food. It's yeah. good, isn't it? A bit of... Bit of uh, sauce. Bit, yeah, a bit of sauce. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of fancy sauce. Took Same a- category for me as reduction. Okay. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you reducing something by giving me more of something? Yeah. Mm. This has got a bit of a reduction. You know what's more reduc- reducting mm. is not giving me the reduction. Yeah. That means there's less. Oh, yeah. When I come to pay the bill, I'm going to pay with a bit of minuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for this. If you gave me reduction, I should be paying less for this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
It should be cancelling some of the dollars. Upper class. Take off a zero off the back of this bill. <laughs> Upper class Seinfeld. Trying to go fucking. <laughs> trying to do it's algebra. It's called reduction, but it costs more. <laughs> you never see reduction in somewhere that's not. Because it is. It's like you, you don't see it in like a cheap place. Yeah. That's real. Like, That'd be good if that's what, you know, every every month there's like a deal at Hungry Jack's and then this month they're just like. They're doing reduction. We're doing reductions. <laughs> we're doing reductions. <laughs> Well, I mean, there was a point where all the takeaway I know we joints, did the Yumbo, but yep. this month we're doing reductions. I we're mean, just pouring shit on the existing stuff. It's true. I mean, they, there was a point where all those places got into like Angus beef and Wagyu beef. Like all of a sudden it was like, you know, we're, we're now we're going like fancier cuts of meat. Mm. I could see down the line, come on down for the angry reduction. Yeah. It's a <laughs> bit of juice yeah. with some fucking onion rings on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing... Uh, we got Angus beef in the reduction. Yeah. Remember when people just got excited about Angus beef for, for a hot minute? Where yeah. Everyone's like, this is Angus beef. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Five minutes ago, I wouldn't have fucking known what that meant. But yep. now, this is good. I mean, it couldn't be, in hindsight, it couldn't be that good if you're fucking selling it at Hungry Jack's, to be fair. It's, not good. it's still $6 for a burger. It couldn't be that great. Yeah. But I mean, it's meant to be a better cut of meat, I wonder. Mm. I mean, it's probably more just that it's like they were... It was plentiful enough that now there's like offcuts of it. There's slightly shitter bits okay. of Angus meat that the Hungry Jacks and McDonald's of the world can mm. get their hands on. Speaking of Hungry Jacks, uh, if you're listening to this right now, we talked about this a long time ago. Like all of our live shows that have been delayed, the great live comedy happening at Hungry Jacks Comedy. Yumbo I, Comedy. Yumbo Comedy, I yep. believe, is happening this weekend. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, haven't, I saw it on Facebook the other day, a little update. I believe it's happening Saturday night at Hungry Jack's at uh, Southern Cross Station, Southern Cross Station uh, at 7.30 because I'm running a gig right then. So Yeah, we're having a uh, we're having people around for dinner here. Oh. Um, but you know what? It's apparently a Take live stream. Take them out stream. for dinner. I'm chucking it up on the TV. So, oh, is, is there a live stream? Well, there was going to be at one point. Oh, if out. there still is, I mm. am going to... It's it's my girlfriend's friends, so I'm going to really, after 18 months of not really being able to spend much time with these people at all, yep. now living with their friend, they mm. come around for the first time. Mm. Guys, I'm actually going to be putting up a gig. Um, I know, I know that nine, I know that um, basically all of you are vegans, yep. but I am going to be putting this gig from a Hungry Jacks up on our TV. Yes, and also, what, what is it? Is it a Netflix special? No, no, no. Way worse than that. <laughs> Like, like vision you thought wise, Chappelle's trans gear was bad. Wait till you get a load of some of the, some of yeah. the action that's happening at Southern Cross. Yeah, these guys are transitioning from shit comics to super shit comics. So, um, they, uh, it's bad quality in every way: vision, audio, quality mm. of gear, yep. everything. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, please. I hope some of you listeners go down and uh, do do some do some cub reporting for us. Well, we need um. Yeah, I mean, we need our roving reporter, Ben Lomas, to be down there on oh the scene. Oh, my God. You're fucking dead right. I'm going to contact him straight away after this and ask him. Uh, you know what? He's on he's the fucking... Doing your gig. He's doing my gig. Yeah, put him on late so he has time to go to Yumbo Comedy and then You're actually and right. give you a report. You're actually right. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to offer him that to do that. Yeah. Um, because, yes, you're right. Because I'm doing a gig. I'm running Basement Comedy at 7 and 8.30. There's two shows back to back don't need him to be on the first show. So he can go down and do the first show. Uh, go down to Hungry Jack's Comedy. Go down comedy, to Yumbo Comedy. Yep. Come back up. Yep. Do his spot at the 8.30 show. Yep. And then 
instead of watching the headliner, uh, we can sit backstage and he can tell me the whole story. You should. We should give him the keys to the Instagram account, and so oh. he can go down, and we can have our own bootleg stream. Oh my god! Yes, on our Instagram. Absolutely, account. yes. <laughs> See if you can hear anything over the top of Lomas the fucking cackling. shrieking. Yeah. into the microphone. But if the gig starts at seven thirty, you could have him open your seven pm show. He runs off, and then you just put him on late at the eight thirty show. That's still enough yeah, time. You're right. Anyway, who cares? This you're is right. all you're stuff right. to work out off air. We will. Yeah, but that's fine. This is. Hey, people like knowing. How the every, genius stuff we every do. Every single fucking facet works. of our lives. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Jus. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, James Thurston. Mm. James Thurston the third. Thurston work. James Thurston the, the fourth. Mm. It does have that air to it, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Bit of... Uh, James Thurston. Bit of IV afterwards, I reckon he needs. A little bit of IV. James Thurston IV. I was getting a bit Thurston. Went for the water bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. Empty. You would have heard that. You yeah. would have heard that <laughs> that fucking dreg sound that you get yeah. when the when the straw is just going. I got nothing for you, brother. Yeah. There's like a couple of drops down here that I can filter up the pipe for you. Yeah. If you really want, but my friend, you are going to have to go to the tap if you want any more out of this. You know, what I'm a, a massive. Uh, I've always been a massive uh, one for uh, a very bad boy at leaving the dregs in any form of drink. Just don't. I won't. You I don't won't, finish a drink. Don't finish the drink. Don't finish the won't, mm. won't finish a beer. I'll leave like probably half an inch in the beer. Uh, same with bottles of Coke or anything like that. Big dreg lever. Wow. Mm. What's Very, the, what do you think the mentality? What do you think? Well, I mean, the real question is, what do you think your mum did to you when you were a child to cause that? Well, I think I think more I did to her. <laughs> I think I pissed her off by doing that a lot as a child and her Interesting. going, why are you doing this? Beer, I kind of understand yes. because like beer when it gets warm is like very disgusting apologies yes. to all of our british listeners <laughs> firing up at the moment yeah, yeah. um so i'll do that with a pint i'll get i'll get to the end yep. and just be like i'm gonna get another one now anyway yes. and just thinking about then i get that first beautiful sip from a full cold glass absolutely what am i fucking doing this for absolutely i'm good for it yeah i can afford another yeah, full yeah, pint yeah 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 yeah, I I work yeah i do a good job doing what i do i've yeah. earned this not drinking absolute yeah. garbage some fucking bin juice at the end of this. And a Coke. I'd sort of do the same thing with soft drink because I'm not much of a soft drink drinker. I've gotten back into drinking a Coke if I'm hungover. A fucking great hangover cure. Mm. But other than that, I'll barely ever have it. And I hadn't been having it for years and years and years. But it is always like when I am having it, it's like, what a great idea. And then first half, this is so good. Mm. And then it's like... God, I really am drinking one of the worst things you can possibly drink. Yes, I've, I'm getting the I'm getting the healing effect. I'm getting a bit of sugar. It's easing the hangover. I don't need to see this through to the end. You know what I'm uh, really into at the moment? I've uh, is the old little power bombs of uh, going to the supermarket, getting the six pack of whatever they are, like a hundred and twenty five mil. Those little tiny oh, the mini little, cans. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like the fucking uh, mini bar yeah. style cans yep. or air flight. Cans or whatever. They are the perfect... They're the perfect quantity of Coke. That's what I was going to say. I was yeah. going to say, you should get into that because okay. you're not getting sick of them. Mm-hmm. Chuck them in. Uh, just smash them down with a bit of ice. Absolutely fucking loved it during lockdown. Yeah, okay. Having a six-pack in the fridge all the time. Yep. Yeah, really good. Sit at the PC, play Flight Simulator, pretend yep. I'm actually on a plane. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretend you're getting absolutely gouged for a... Uh, you're on a, you're on Jetstar or Virgin. Yep, and, uh, six bucks for a hundred mil. Went to... Uh, actually, I didn't know, didn't know this. Maybe this is... Uh, maybe everyone knows this. I don't know. But went to have a bit of a look of uh, a Virgin flight for one of our live pods mm-hmm. to uh, book in. 
went, oh, prices are pretty good at the moment. Then went to uh, check on through and go, oh, do you want baggage? Hang on, what? Cause, Virgin know, have gotten rid of baggage. Yeah, Virgin are like, uh, the initial price is, yeah, no worries, here's the price. And it's like, that is, of course, if you just want to walk through onto a plane with no bags. That's okay. interesting. That's new. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, that wasn't there the last time I flew, which yeah. was June. I'm trying to remember if I flew with them or not, but yeah. They've snuck that in lockdown. Interesting. So if you want to bring anything. Fuck, that's an interesting play. There's another 20, 30 bucks there. Thank you very much. Having said that, like I said right at the start, no offense to, 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 to um, what's his name? What's the fucking, Mr. Branson. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did look at the initial price and go, fucking pretty good deal. Not as good deal, but like okay deal. Now, yeah, okay. Now that, now that okay. I've decided to bring some fucking precious change of clothes along and toiletries. I mean, we did really think when the pandemic was hitting, flights being grounded, I was like, when when flights are back, it is going to be a fucking buyer's market. Mm. There are some sales here and there, but I really don't think it's panning out the way people thought. Oh. People were like, please, we'll pay you to come on the plane. Yeah. Oh, there's been some good deals. There's, there's been, been some all right deals. deals, but not... I think there was a bit of a fever of like, this is going to be unbelievable. Maybe that's coming down the line. But my point more is like that, like what you're describing is like the exact opposite of that. It's cumin down the line. It's coming down the line. It's cumin down the line. It's uh, juicing down the line. Yes. Um, Yeah. Oh, look, there was some mentality that things were going to come back and it was like, it's $1,000 to fly to Canberra as well though. I think there was a bit of both sides of things. Um, but that I wouldn't have predicted that mm, we're going to remove part of a service. Yeah, anyway. it's going to be interesting with Virgin how they fit within the um, hierarchy of uh, flights because you got Jetstar if you're just a hobo and you want to, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe make it to where you want to go. Yep. You got Qantas if you're seventy. Yep. And uh, Virgin are trying to fit in the middle of, um, you know, the middle of those two extremes. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to go, especially if they're pulling shit like this. Absolutely. But um, I would, uh, yeah. But I would rather do that and be on a half decent plane and not pay twenty nine dollars to go to Perth, uh, aka Jetstar, than pay sixteen hundred dollars to go to Perth and be served by an eighty year old. I think my, uh, I think my Jetstar days are are done. Yes. I feel pretty confident saying that. Maybe the odd overseas trip if they have a, just an unbelievable mm. sale. But generally speaking, no, nah. I'm I'm fine to go to Adelaide on Jetstar. I'm, I'm the opposite. Like I've done an international flight with Jetstar, mm. and it was like, no, thank you. Mm. It was, I, I know what you mean, and I, I've, I was nearly tempted to do it the other day. Like super cheap thing, super cheap deal with Jetstar to go overseas. But. Fuck, that international flight I did on Jetstar was absolutely the worst flight I've been on. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Not that I've been on too many bad ones, but it was the it was the worst of a pretty decent bunch, Okay, I would say. Um, made worse by the fact that we did it, I did it purely for how cheap it was. Yeah. And then my wife added all the extras that, <laughs> that then make that it then into a normal flight. That's what kills you. Yeah, yeah, that's what kills you. Yeah. Just, just uh, ordered all the extras, all the food, all the fucking iPads all the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, Why did you do that? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, thanks, James Thurston. Thanks, Thurston. The fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, get, the, get the first three of your uh, your ilk to subscribe, I would say. Um, uh, let's just do one more. Let's go to lunch. Let's okay. get something. Uh, thank you very much. One more. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Uh, gee, the algorithms are working on this one. Um, it's just updated. must be... 
thanks to what we were talking about. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Yumbo Comedy. Wow, oh. they've put an ad in. Wow. Must have put an ad Sponsor in. Sponsor this week. Yeah. Cheap thanks, Yumbo Comedy. Head on down to Yumbo Comedy, of which we have officially nothing to do Zero with. Zero involvement. But we really are so intrigued by it. It's awesome and that the gig is happening in Hungry Jacks. Yes. And it will be terrible. Let's, um, let's be clear about that. Um, no offense I've to anyone known, running I've, it or being. I've got secret high hopes. I think it's going to be the event of the millennium. Mm, uh, you genuinely think it might be the best comedy show that there's been in yeah. this thousand years? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> what is it about it that you think might be so good? I don't know. Just a bit of magic in the air. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be if people went genuinely. It was the best gig I've ever seen, or yeah. or done, or yes. anything. Yes. I think that would be great. That yeah. would be a great end of the story. Look, I would love for it to go as well as possible and then all of a sudden the next week it's like, we're going. We're back. Can we get on? Can, yeah, and then get at on? a certain point Hungry Jack's are like, you know what, we're not doing food anymore. Yes. We're rebranding as a comedy club. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine if yeah, people come over there here and it was like, it's something like an Australian went overseas to live for a while and come back and go, I'm hungry, I might go to Hungry Jack's. What, you're hungry for comedy? Yeah. No, I want a Whopper. Oh, you want, oh, you want to hear a, a big club. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, the Angry Angus. Yeah. Oh, you thinking Husey might get on. <laughs> big teeing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he drops some, in a lot. He drops in a lot to gigs, so you, you know, you tr- might see him. You just want to get some fries. What, you Like a, a roast, you mean? <laughs> like a... At the Friars yeah. Club. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Yumbo Comedy. LittleDumdumClub.com for tickets and all the stuff that we've got coming up. Uh, support the show on Patreon. Get the bonus episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, See you, mates. mates.